Welcome to episode 20 of Extreme PC UK. Today is the 19th of November, and I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. And today we've got with us. Hello, I am Hans, and on Steam I am Megal from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen, and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Hi, I'm Glenn, and on Steam I'm Dookie237. Cool, cool, cool. First off, I'd like to say what a wicked intro we just had, made by Jay himself. <laughs> Yeah, nice. That was <laughs> a wicked tune. And for uh, when all of you actually hear it on the download, because obviously the people on the live can't hear it yet, there's a wicked tune. He meant to make an intro, but he made a whole tune. A wicked tune at that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> got a bit carried away. You, did, hey, you got carried away, but it got me carried away. I had to put it on the stereo. Is that good? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, first off, I'd like to say we're going to also be giving away, because we're doing a Fallout special, everybody. We're going to be doing a, a free giveaway as well of that tune. So when you download this, if you like the tune, just give me an email at extremepcuk at gmail.com and I will send you the tune completely for free. So uh, all good. Thank you, Jance, for that. That was much appreciated, man. That was a wicked tune. No problems. Got me all in the mood. <laughs> mood for Fallout 4. All uh, right. First off, I'm going to say we've got no news today because we don't care about news because we're talking about Fallout. 
the whole time. And I'm all excited. What about you guys? You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> really great. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got no news. Right, first off, let's just get into it. So, what, what, do, what do you guys, first off, what do you think about Fallout 4? Any issues? Not really. Mine's run pretty smooth, to be honest. I've had a slight sort of um, juddering in a couple of the towns and that, but other than that, I've had no real issues with it, to Do you think honest. that's just due to normal like normal your graphics card and that yeah or... i mean i haven't got the, the best graphics card in the world but i mean what was you playing it on yeah i was just about to I, ask i had it your... on ultra so um <sighs> so you got you're running it on ultra yeah well, that's pretty good pretty good what, about what graphics else? card have you got glenn the amd radeon r9 it's an okay. r9 270 i think you've got 200 yeah it's just that's what just what it comes up as but it's not just a 270 <laughs> that you got uh, all right Get yeah. to know, bitch. <laughs> You're the tech guy, not me. <laughs> He's like, no, it's 200. No, it's a 270. No, it's 200. <laughs> Stick to your guns on that. <laughs> uh, it's EMD, so... He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, gone to the dark side. But yeah, um, my, my game ran pretty amazing. I've got to say, with my new setup, I'm uh, very smug. I'm in smug mode. It's very, very good. It's absolutely perfect. It's actually on high settings. I've had no issues. I've only had one issue with the whole game, and that is simply when I went onto one of the, you know, the computer terminals you get. Yeah. 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 I went into one of them, and I literally went into it. I was inside it, looking out, <laughs> which is quite weird. But that's the only thing I've really come across. Oh no! I ha- tell a lie. I did come across one other bug with the game, and that was that my gun disappeared. And I, it's actually on one of my Twitch recordings. I don't know what which video it is, but if you go back, it looks really funny. What happened was my gun totally vanished. Have any of you had that happen? No, nope, that's one of the few things I didn't have happen yet. Yeah, your gun just disappears. But you can also put your gun down by your side, can't you? So you can't see the gun anyway. Yeah, so yeah. I just thought my gun was down. So I tapped like the, the fire button once for it to come back up. And what happens? Because it's already up, but it's invisible, it fires off a shot. But what happened was I had one of them robots. Have you seen the robots in there yet where you can make it be a policeman or it can be like a yeah, medic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'm always choosing it to be a policeman because then it's going to go and shoot everybody's ass, yep, ain't it? Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be done. Anyway, I'm hiding behind him and he's walking off really slow as robots do, shooting the bad guys. And what happened was my gun was, was obviously up but invisible and that was the little glitch I came across. I pressed the trigger to bring the gun up because I thought it weren't there and it shoots, yeah, a round off. That round randomly, just totally randomly, hits a gas canister on the other side of the like, <laughs> car park I was in. <laughs> blows up the robot on all the bad guys and it's all <laughs> on my that's not on my bad t- is it no that's good it's, it's just like how lucky was that yeah <laughs> well, at least completely... it worked for you at least you didn't shoot the robot and then it turned around and started killing you yeah you've had that happen a few times glenn tell us about your experience of that on what one the one where you text <laughs> us all saying i've been playing for fucking two hours oh yeah <laughs> no I, I just um I'm not, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but there was someone that I needed ah, to talk to. Hold on, to. pause. That's what I've got to say to everybody listening today, or to anybody that's going to listen to this podcast. There is going to be spoilers all the way through it. So if you don't want to hear anything, don't listen to it this this episode because <laughs> we're going to be talking about all of our experiences all the way through. So spoiler alert: if you don't like it, switch off now. If you do like it, keep your ears open and peeled, ready for listening. I'm sure everyone's played it long enough now that we're not really going to spoil anything. It's quite funny because a couple of viewers just left as I said it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Go on, carry on, Glenn. Sorry, just to cut you off there. I thought before you spoiled it, I'd say there's no spoil there's spoilers in the way through. That's all right. No, I mean, there was a, a character that I needed to talk to, but um, I accidentally shot him before I spoke to him. And um, he, every time I, I approached him, he was just attacking me and killing me. So um, I decided to uh, go back to my last uh, quick save, which unfortunately was two hours ago, and uh, had to replay two hours of the game again to then, uh, get back I'd... to him. <laughs> <laughs> then I took great pleasure in telling you you can just like neutralize it by pressing a couple of buttons. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that then? No, I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I replayed two hours of the game. You went through two hours <laughs> of the Ouch. game again. And, Although, uh, to be honest, it, it didn't take two hours to get back to that point because obviously I knew what I was doing and it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but it's well disheartening when that happens, ain't it? Uh, yeah, I would, it's I, just. I would have to just go look. In the last two hours, scrap that. I'm going somewhere else and doing something different. You know? Yeah, if it was just a side mission or something, I would have done. But I mean, this was part of like the the main kind of storyline, so I I had to do it really. So uh, it pants, was either man. redo it then or go back to it some other time. But I thought, well, while it's fresh in my mind, I can just quickly rush through it rather than having yeah. to spend got, another two hours doing it i've got to be honest man since i've played this game i've played what 21 22 hours now and i don't think i've actually done hardly any of the main storyline i just find myself wandering around and i'm like i've got my marker where i'm supposed to be going on the map like i'm supposed to be going to find some raiders or something which is one of the first missions and i head off that way and i see a building and i can't help but have to go and completely explore everything in that building and gather everything i can i'm picking up everything you know, I'm picking up all the telephones, all the fans, anything I can get my hands on. I'm just collecting it and taking it back to my base and putting it into the storage. Ready yeah, to you have to. Yeah, so you're ready to build with. And I just can't seem to get to a mission. I just get too excited. And I <laughs> go off and I go to these places. I just can't help it. Is that what you lot are doing? Yeah, it's the same here. I did one mission of the main quest and that's it. That's all the rest <laughs> has been exploring and killing stuff and building and whatever you can imagine. But it's just like... So it's like for me it's so much more exciting just going into the unknown and wandering about you know it's, i find it's just i just love it i just can't question help it. how many times have you been killed just wandering about being killed yeah um i don't know really i don't think i've been killed that many times i did because i, I was just wandering about as you say and i <laughs> happened to wander into a camp of super mutants it was a bad day was that the sewage <laughs> plant uh, it was a. It's like a base. Plant, and yeah, I there's think, like a building, but... and then there's all these like little like outside of it. <clears throat> there's all these like little buildings made up of like corrugated iron and stuff, and they're all just floating around. Like, no, these were all like uh, um, towers. Oh right. Like these guard post towers. Um, there yeah, were all super mutants in there. Yeah, I've started to find the super mutants ain't that hard anymore. I've come across a legendary one of them as well so far. I've come across. No, legendary. I haven't seen that one yet. I've seen a legendary scorpion. And a legendary glowing uh, ghoul. Yeah, the, the glowing one is called, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just find myself just wandering about. I see a building and then I'm like, look, I'm just going to ignore that building and carry on with a mission. And then it gets the better of me and I'm like, I'm going in the building. I go through the front doors and that's it. That sets off a whole new mission. And you think you're just going to do it for a couple of minutes. So I'll have a wander around and then I'll leave. But you don't. You go in there and you find it outside. It might be like a little tiny building. You go through the front doors, it's got stairs going into a basement, you come across like a, a bloody vault or something, and then you're in there for ages, and then this new mission pops up. It's just, I just get sidetracked the whole time. 
You have to check your radio every now and then also to pick up signals. Yeah, that's what I've been doing that. I've also uh, been looking at all the... When you know when you find a computer and yeah. you look at it, if you read all of all of the, the writing in there, which a lot of people skip, like I know at the beginning of the game, you come out of your little town, didn't you, Sanctuary, and you go to the Red Rocket building. Now, that Red Rocket building, when I first started the game, because it was so early, I had to like pretty much check everything out really, really in depth. And if you read the computer in that red rocket building, there's going to be a lot of people listening now that had skipped this. It will say, "Oh, the the man's coming to check out like like the uh, the man that like tests all the garage and that, like sees if the health and safety's all right and that. He's coming, and we've got to get rid of this oil." And he goes, "Oh, it's so lucky that we've got a cave behind." Now, I asked you lot, and none of you done that, so you obviously no. That. Um, I was locked out of the terminal. Man, when are you going to learn to do the saving technique? No, no, and no. I was locked out, so it was my bad. That's not how this game's played, man. You've got to save it before the terminal, do the terminal, and then carry on. Come on, who, do any of you guys do that or not? No, that's just you, Nick. Yeah, it's, it's like I said before, it's a legal form of cheating. It's not yeah. legal, it's called... Like, I don't know, maybe I've got a bit of OCD. I can't lose that. I've got to, I've got to do that thing, man. I can't... <laughs> but that's that's part of the gameplay, is that can't you're, you're trying it. to hack a terminal. If you if you don't have the skill level to hack the terminal, you shouldn't be able to hack it. There it's the same like, like picking a lock. You no, might the use... locks, I pick all the locks. I never have a problem with the locks. They're easy. Yeah, but the thing is, if you if you don't have the skill level to open the lock, then that's your own fault. You can't just keep saving it and then keep trying. Well, if I come across, if I come across any computer terminal, I want to know what's in there. You know, it's not like I'm going to run through this game again. It's going to be yeah, like me too. Hours. But I failed, so yep, my bad. Yeah, but the thing is, if you go back to the computer terminal ten seconds after it unlocks it again, and you can give it another try, it doesn't permanently does it? lock no, it. No, it doesn't, does it? Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, locks well, it, it permanently. I think. No, ten no? seconds. You can go back to it and try again. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, because it tells you that after you've you failed, I've already loaded up by then. It then says like you can come back. <laughs> so then, yeah, yeah but just so give seriously, it ten seconds, you can go back to it. All right then. So hold on a minute. So you lot are saying, yeah, you can't load it up. You can't save it before and then load it up if you fail it. But you lot are just saying you're not just sitting around for ten seconds. Just click the load button again because you can do I, it again I, straight hey, away. To my defense, I didn't know that one. I need to check the terminal out again. <laughs> Is it definitely yeah. as quick as 10 seconds? Cause yeah, I'm... 10 seconds, definitely, 100%. Because right. yeah. when I looked at it, I thought it said 10 minutes, and then I thought, oh, I'll leave that, I'll come back you later. You know what, I'm, I'm going to boot the game up right now, I'm going to check this out. <laughs> <laughs> There's no trust there, is there? 100%. <laughs> this, is why I have to, this is why I have to save the game all the time with you lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, would, if you would have been at the terminals and you saved them, like that, that's not even a locked terminal, that's just one that you can read from, like a little background story. And if you read the story on there, it says about the man's coming to the garage. Quick, let's get these oil drums out of the way. I know, let's put them in. Lucky we've got a cave behind the garage. And so I went, wandered off straight away when you lot would have just gone off into the distance to carry on the game. I wandered off. I tried to find this garage. You know, I found the garage. Uh, I found the, the, the cave. And it was like a mole rat cave. I went in there. Wicked. Found, found a safe. And then that led me on to, to like, instead of going down the path the computer wants you to go down... It led me down a path to another farm, and I found people that can sell stuff to me, and more missions opened up. So my game started with totally different to your lot. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been sticking pretty much to the main game. I haven't really done many of the side missions. Right, it's so, vice versa um, with me. 
I mean, I've, I've played 26 hours and I've got quite far, far into the story. I just thought once I've completed the story, I can then do all the side missions afterwards. Mm, you can, but I find, you know, I've heard that the storyline in this one isn't very long. It's nowhere near as long as Fallout um, 3 in New Vegas. So if you're going down that storyline, what I'd be worried about doing that is you're going to finish the game and then you're going to be like, mm, I finished it. Should I go back? And you won't bother going back. That's what yeah, I'm thinking, because like the way I'm playing it is that I'm following a storyline, but as I'm going from place to place, if I see something interesting on the way, I'll go like off the beaten path and go and check it out, and then that leads on to something else. Yeah, and you find you're always going somewhere else, and you know you sort of forget about the storyline, and that's the good thing about this game, you mm. know? It's not about the storyline. It's about the open world factor of it. It's about... Yeah. And, yeah. and like we're going to talk about later on in the map and stuff, I've noticed this map is a lot smaller than they've made it on the other ones, but it's a lot more, like, dense. You know, the buildings, it's like when you're in a town, it's like you're in a real city. All the buildings are like, lots of them are more open and you can go up on the roofs of them and there's, there's a lot more stuff to take in, you know, and wander around. I feel a bit overwhelmed when I'm in the town because there's so much going on, you know? There's something around every corner, which it never used to be like that in the old ones. Mm. What do, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. There is more content in here. I, I do have a feeling the map is smaller, but there's more content on the map. Yeah, they've, they've made it dense and like much more compact, but a lot more in there. There's a lot more layers to it. You know, a lot of the buildings you go into, like I said just now, a lot of them, you find basements. So it looks like a little building from outside. But when you go in, it goes down to a basement or a cave. You know, I've actually been down in the sewers already. And I was like, wow, you know, I've walked up to, I've just found a manhole cover. Just a one manhole cover in the middle of the road. And I thought, oh, it's probably going to let me go in. It's going to be a little room or something. I went down there, massive open cave. Like a can like a big cavity in the floor. Mm. You know, and I, and I just thought, you know what? The guys on this game have done so much. You know, where they've made the map smaller, so it's not so open in the open world outside, there's just so many more little places to, to find. You know, how many other places are there where it's underground that I haven't seen that? I've only planned it for 20 hours. Yeah, because they kind of built it on levels rather than like making it vast. Like at the end of the day, if you had a huge map, you're walking everywhere, so it's going to take you ages to get from point A to point B. But yeah. what they've done, they've they've shrunk the map and just put more in it and put it on layers. So when you go into a building, it's not just a case of walking in a building, looking in that room. You are going upstairs and downstairs and you're getting on the roof. And then from that roof, you might jump across to another roof and things yeah. like that. See, that wasn't in the last one. And I've noticed as well in this one, I, I, they've got a lot of lifts. And they never used to have a lot of lifts like that. And like, I, came, I came across like a raider camp. I don't, I don't know where it is. I couldn't tell you at the moment because I can't remember. At the but, bridge? I don't know. It was a, no, it's a big raider camp. And, you know, I went in and there was like two floors. And I cleaned out that whole two floors of all the raiders. And I thought, oh, that's good. I was on my way out and I see a lift behind a little corner. So I thought, I wonder if that lift goes up or down because there's only two floors in here. So anyway, I go in the lift, press the button. It goes, you're going up. And, it, and then it goes, welcome to the sixth floor. So I thought, hold on a minute. I couldn't even go upstairs just now. So what they've done is they've given you the first two floors as a sort of area to, dis to discover. But then on the side of that, they'd actually put a lift that goes up to the sixth floor, floor apparently. And then when I opened up on the sixth floor... I walked out of the little room thinking, oh, it's just going to be a blocked off little room. There's not going to be much going on. And as I looked down, yeah, like it, it was like the whole of the floors for the whole six floors, apart from the ones at the bottom, had caved in. So it was Raider Camp inside a big hollow building of like five floors. 
you know, and it was like I was at the edge looking down, like a sealed of broken floors, like each each side, like a bomb had gone right through the middle of the whole thing. And I just thought, you know what? How good is that? Like they could have just left that out, like the old one where you got blocked off areas where yeah. you can't. By the way, you were right about the terminal. I can't hack it again. I just hack it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live update. So I don't need to yep. save it anymore. Nope. No. <laughs> you can continue on cheating legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people in the chat, is it cheating to save the game often? Because I I save I save it after every time I kill someone, every time I do something, every time I pick something up. Yeah, and but Nick, there's a, a there's like saving and then there's cheating. So like with Glenn, <laughs> where he had a, a bit of a glitch where he shot someone by accident and then he couldn't like um he couldn't carry on because the guy like wanted to kill him. So if he had saved before that, then he could kind of go back and do it again because there was a glitch. But if it was a case if you've done something wrong, that's you doing something wrong. To restart it and do it again is cheating. Yeah, but I always say I don't do things wrong. Why do you restart it? Well, you just admitted that you restart the game. And you do it in every game. Uh, I think it's. I think that's what it's there for. If they don't want me to do it, don't have the save regularly as that. Because yeah, I save what, it after everything. Yeah, but what if you you need to go? Like you don't have um, save points. You need to save quickly because you need to come off the game. So you save it because you're leaving. I don't think we're going to agree on this. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to continue saving because that's just the way I am. I love to save. I love to be prepared for the next moment. You never know what's around that corner. Could be a super mutant legendary one with a big gun. <sighs> you're, ju you're just not very good at these games, are you? So you, yeah, you, have, to, you have to cover yourself. <laughs> well, that's the thing I was going to say next. What settings are you lot playing it on? Like, are you playing it on normal? Survivor. Survivor? What's Survivor? Is that low? No, seriously, normal? I play it on normal. Survivor is apparently a mode, a hardcore mode. Oh, no, I play it on normal as well. Yeah, I, I, I go normal with everything, because sometimes, like, if you, you change... You of the game. Yeah, if you change, like, the settings, it's either way too easy, and then they take out certain things as well. No, they do it different here. If you put the set, uh, the, the difficulty lower... Then you get less uh, legendary creatures. Yeah. The higher you put it, the more legendary creatures you get. But what yeah. they do as well, they normally take out things like uh, items that you can find. Like they won't put as much ammo around and like yeah. higher spec weapons and things like that. Yeah, a lot of the time as well, they do it. Like games that have got unlimited XP, so you can just keep going with your leveling up. Same sort of games, what they do is they make the harder levels have more XP. So mm. if you do kill an, an, an animal or a monster or something, you get more XP so you can level up faster in a short space of time, but the game's harder to do it. And then when it's easy, you get less XP and it takes you longer to do the game. Mm. You know, so you've got an easy game which is really long, or you've got an intense game which is a lot shorter, but uh, a lot I don't think there's a case here. No, nah, here one. it's just, I think, like you said, in this one, they just give you more legendary bad guys and stuff. Yeah, right? maybe a little less ammo. I'm not sure about it. That, that yeah. one. Well, I, I find I haven't got a lot of ammo anyway. I'm, I'm finding in this, this Fallout that. We've all been talking about it, and we've all lacked something. So it's been the balance in the game has really been very well done. Because yeah. I keep lacking in bullets, and I keep lacking in cash. But you've got a lot of cash, but you're lacking in something else, wasn't you? Yeah, I'm lacking bullets. <laughs> yes, yeah, especially so for my power armor. Well, the power armor for me—that's uh, 
that's still parked up at the beginning. How many of the game. power armors do you have? I have two at the moment, by the way. Yeah, because there's loads of power armors in the game, isn't there? Yeah, the, the the most legendary one is apparently very hard to get. Really? Yeah, I read about it something this afternoon. There's a whole quest chain about it. Oh, right. It's pretty difficult to get through. Because for me, at the beginning of the game, you do that first mission, don't you, where you go in and you help the people in, is it the yeah. museum? Or the library museum, isn't yeah, it? Museum. Yeah, museum. Museum, yes. Yeah, and you go up onto the roof, and there's one of them vertical birds crashed. And basically, there's power armor up there. And it basically, straight away, the game allows you to get power armor, which in all the other fallouts, it's not. It's quite far down the line, I believe. And I can't remember. I think it's quite far down the line. And yeah. so you get this power armor, you get it on, and you're like, yes, I've also got like a, a chain gun, um, like a yeah, mini, yeah, mini, mini gun. gun. And you're like, yeah, wicked. So you jump up on the roof. Next thing you see a death claw running around. So you're like, oh, I'm going to take that out. Anyway, you run out of bullets straight away. And then you don't realize at this time, I don't remember in the last ones, you never used to have the core, did you? You never used no, to have... Uh, in the last armors, at uh, armors, in the last um, Fallout 3 in New Vegas... No, there never, weren't any cores in Once you got in the power did. armor, you just used it and that was it. But in this yeah. one, you have to have a power core. Now, you can find power cores in buildings in these big machines where they're like running... Like, nu they're like nuclear power. Yeah, the like generators. A, yeah. yeah, like a battery. Yeah. And... I'm just struggling to find them. I think I've got four. And what yeah, happens I is, got three. What happens is you plug it in the back of the power armor you want to use, and then it slowly ticks down. It's like a petrol, like a petrol gauge, ain't it? And it mm. slowly ticks its way down. And I found that I ran out of it so quick that I just parked up the power armor, left it there because you can't move it. It can take. It goes. If you run out, you can still use it, but it's very, very slow, and your accuracy is really low, and so it's just not worth using, basically. And so I've just parked mine up. But I'm yep, looking around for these cells. But the thing is, to buy them is so expensive as well. It's like thousands. So but it's, it's one of those things where they make the game too easy. If you could do the whole thing walking around yeah. in power armor. But they've given you a teaser. Yeah. You know? But that's the thing. It's like, if you, if you get to a part of the game where you feel like, oh, I'd need power armor for this, you should always leave a bit of fuel in the power armor and just have it sitting somewhere and then run around as a normal guy and then do all the little missions and stuff and when you see something where you're going to need power armor you go back pick it up and use it rather than just spending all day walking around in it and wasting the fuel yeah that is true but i'm not as complex as that to be honest i've just parked it up and i'm like oh, i can do this dude just by saving it <laughs> yeah, I say park in two, and I'm gonna use it for some difficult content probably. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say to you guys, you know that bit at the beginning with the vertical birds I was talking about. Mm. Yeah. How many of you just killed the um, deathclaw and then just went on your way? I know me. what you're gonna say, and it didn't work for me. What about climbing across the roof of it? Yeah, because yeah, I jumped up, I came out my power armor, I killed the deathclaw, and you get some raiders come up in a church tower sort of thing to the left, don't you? You're looking mm. down at the street and yeah. so i turned around i killed both of them and then i thought hold on a minute how do they get up there so i looked and i thought hold on i can jump onto the roof so i jumped up on the roof behind me where the, the, the vertical bird is i jumped onto the roof of the vertical bird and then made a leap across to the next roof from there i went up against the edge and i jumped up into the, like the church tower and there's like a little bell tower once i'd got into the bell tower i found a set of keys for um Kaviga, is it is it Kovigas? uh can't remember how you pronounce it. Mm, don't know. But it's something like Corvega or something. And I got a set of keys off this guy, and I thought, wicked. Found an extra set of keys, which I know you guys just totally skipped past that and carried on the game. 
Yeah, because that didn't work for me because that church next door, you can walk through the front door and just go up the stairs up to the bell tower. You don't you don't have to jump across roof to roof. But if you're up there, obviously it's yeah, quicker I just found to it easier. Yeah, it's just quick to just jump from one roof to the other. But when you told me about that, I went back and I went in that church and I didn't see anything there. No? No. Did you actually searched all the guys? Yeah. But it must be that if you don't do it in a certain at a certain point, it probably carries on like the story and you've kind of missed out on that because yeah maybe like the raiders that were in there like ran off or whatever well it could the... just it could just be a random drop because yeah that, the place where the keys were for was actually in the storyline was just a couple of uh like junctions in the storyline further on you know and i remember getting to the place and going hold on a minute i remember getting a key for this place and yeah it was a key for a locked door there but yeah, that's what I was have. thinking. Like, they've probably made it a bit more, um, like, realistic rather yeah. than having it, like, set that this place will have these keys on this person. It might well, be that if you miss it there, you might be able to pick it up somewhere else. But every might. time you, someone plays the game, it's probably in a different place. Yeah, it might be that it was just a different yeah, guy. Yeah, it spawns randomly probably. Yeah, then. yeah. You, you might have ran past the guy by accident or shot him, he fell off the roof or something, you don't know where he is. Yeah. You know, but but yeah, so it just proves as well, like how a game with that much content in it, we've all set off at the same path and we all went to the same place. But it's funny how a couple of us did missions on the side on the way, a couple of us skipped bits, a couple of us done exactly the same thing. It's quite weird, like how they've done it. And it's like that big that it is that open. You can just I can get lost and just wander around freely and not even think about the side that, that like the storyline. But this is the good thing about like an open world is that. You have a storyline, but you don't have to follow it. So yeah, a real storyline. Yeah, right. and every, everyone's experience is different because yeah. of that. Yeah, that's that's the nature of the game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, let's let's get back to what we we're saying when we started because we totally went off track as usual. Um, <laughs> Hans, give us a talk about your whole scenario with uh, from trying to buy the game, installing it, and just what happened for you. <laughs> Well, trying to buy the game. Uh, most people know that I pre-ordered the uh, Pip-Boy edition. When I was going to pick it up, the Pip-Boy edition was not in yet, and I had to wait until Friday because there was a holiday in between. I was like, nope, I'm cancelling this, and I'm buying the, the normal version. Right? So, what? so it was going to come on the, fri on the Friday, but because it wasn't in, you, yeah. they tried to make you wait until the Monday. Yeah. No, they tried to make me wait until, tried to make, make me wait until Friday. Because what? it was coming out on a Tuesday, I think it was. Oh, right. Uh, Wednesday was a holiday with us. It's quite funny, it was the end cause... of the war holiday. And Thursday wasn't supposed to be in. It was supposed to be in on Friday. And I really didn't want to wait. It's quite long. funny. Because a couple of... Uh, like only a couple of years ago, you'd order a game. And a lot of people would get it the day before. You know? And yeah. Get to play those days are else. over, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think they're gone, them days. Yeah. I was lucky yeah. today with another game that I picked up today. And that was in. So it might have been a one-time off, I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, I installed the game. The first thing that happened was it crashed. It's like, okay. <laughs> so I rebooted my PC. Game started and first few minutes were actually pretty okay. And then I got stuck in the terminal. Yep, I had that. This, That's and what I mean. Apparently, to make a long story short, when you get stuck in the terminal, most likely it has to do with your, uh, your monitor refresh rate. If you have a 100, 144 megahertz panel, you will get stuck in terminals, apparently. Now, there <laughs> is a fix. That. You need to go into the, the, the 
point any file and do some tweaks in there. So I did that. Didn't help. <laughs> so I'm waiting, still waiting for a patch on that one. Then I lost my save games a couple of times. That would really Appar get on my nerves. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, you won't be able to uh... cheat, would you? Sorry? No, Nick, if he lost his save game, he wouldn't be able to cheat, would he? Oh, He'd yeah. Start all the fresh. That'd be <laughs> yeah. <a> game over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but apparently that had to do with the SSD. If you play your game on an SSD, your save files go apparently to a different location somewhere on your C drive on your PC in documents and blah, blah, blah. So the answer to that one was to put the save files on the SSD also. I did that. Then the game uh, got hard crashes. I was like, what the hell is going on now? Apparently. Are you sure you didn't play around with it and you made it 100 times no, worse? No, 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 no. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the fix to that one was to move the game off the SSD. <laughs> so, okay, I reinstalled the game on a normal hard drive. Then the game worked fine for a few hours and I got random lockups again. But those were apparently due to the drivers. So I had to install the beta drivers of uh, NVIDIA. Since then, everything's normal so it so, was a big ordeal and i played for 28 hours now so i'm happy yeah. it works finally see all the guys on the podcast we've all got a whatsapp that we share just for the podcast you yeah. should have seen some of the abuse coming over that from hand <laughs> and then everybody else everybody hey, but I, just I, like, I did oh, i did send you the good. proof though sorry i did send you the proof in pictures though yeah, yeah i didn't see one of them on there yeah there was a couple of funny pictures that he sent <laughs> I didn't see any yeah. of the pictures. That's yeah, my NPCs were stuck. I had a quest NPC I need to follow, and he got stuck in a tree. <laughs> I was like, what? Come on. I mean, I, I was totally stuck. It was a, a game-breaking bug for me at the moment. So, <laughs> But anyway, to make tree. a long story short, now everything's okay, and I enjoy the game. See, do you, is there not a little part of you, though, that's a bit like, you know what, this game is a very long game, and I'm going to put a lot... We're all going to put over 100 hours in this game easily. Probably, you know, yeah. Blatantly, yeah, probably going to be more than mm. that. And the other Fallouts, I've done like 200, 300, because I wanted all the achievements, because I played them on Xbox. But, oh. you know, it's not a part of you in the back of your head thinking, I'm going to put all these hours in. What if it, what if it goes wrong? Would uh, that, that I'm just to... saying, I read that today, there is a, a really game-breaking bug that can actually destroy your game, so to speak. Really? But I don't know where it is. Um, I have it open right here. So we're all doing system images of our computers then now? Yeah, it's apparently um, uh, Fallout's four first game-killing bug has been found, and it will outright cause your game to crash. It comes with a settlement quest in Mosignor, I haven't been there yet, and players will find it if they fast travel there, the game will lock up and immediately crash, taking them back to the window screen, and you will be stuck in a loop of crashing when you try to load up. And they've not brought a fix out for it yet? It's not fixed yet, apparently, according to the official forums. Now, I haven't encountered this bug yet, but knowing the extreme luck I have in everything this month, um, I will probably get it. Yeah, Hans had a very bad time. All, that oh, yeah. bombing, all the bombings in France, he was at the stadium. and uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't reach a stadium because they stole my uh, ID card and bank cards. It's which quite I lucky needed. though, really, because if they, if they didn't steal your cards, then you would have been at the stadium. Uh, I would have been inside the stadium, yes. But, uh, yeah, like I told you earlier, they stole my, my bank cards and everything. And they completely drained all my bank account and it didn't even have the code. I don't get it. But, anyway, back to Fallout. <laughs> yeah, man, crazy. <laughs> we all feel for you, man. You're the yeah, most unluckiest you. guy in the world. Well, you could see uh -huh. that as it was lucky that he didn't go to the stadium. 
Yeah. Well, in my case, I would have been pretty safe because I would have been with the German supporters. Maybe. But I wasn't able to leave the stadium then, I think, for about two or three hours after the game, you know which what? I saw on television. Maybe it was um, like a guardian angel that's a bit skint. So he nicked your card yeah. and your money, saved your life, and uh, <laughs> skinted you out, robbed your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I said it earlier, this streak of bad luck has to stop. Seriously. Yeah, well, I spoke, I, I, do you know what? I said to my missus, I said, oh, poor hands, man, on the podcast. I said, he has some bad luck, that guy, man. And she said, look, if he's having all that bad luck, she said, tell him not to worry about it because karma like, will come round and it means you've got something really good coming. Oh, yeah. 2016 you... is going to be a great year. <laughs> if you make it. <laughs> I'm actually scared. <laughs> right, let's get back to this. Anyway, so yeah. you had a, so you had quite a lot of bugs with your game. game yeah, like bugs. the first two days, apparently I had a lot of bugs and needed a lot of fixes for it, but yeah. uh, all worked out for the best in the end. It's quite funny though, you know, because you had some really serious game-breaking bugs that really finished your game. Every time you carry, you got back on the bike and tried to ride it again, it, you got you got knocked off again, but pretty much. Yeah, I got something but else. Oh. You love Fallout that much that you just kept on trying. You're, you're happy. Well, to yeah, keep going. not only that, I paid sixty bucks for the game, so it needs to work. Yeah, man, that's true. Yeah, I, I did feel sorry for your hands because out of all of us, you're the one who was waiting for this the most, and you're the one who's had the most problems with it. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's speechless. He's like, oh. But yeah, so that was the bugs and issues we've come across. Um, like I said, I've only literally had the vanishing gun and got stuck in a terminal. But you know what? I just loaded the game up from two seconds before. It's fine. So I've not really had an issue. And I, that's partly is another reason why I'm saving the game constantly because I've heard a lot of things with bugs and I just want to make sure. Because I, I, have you noticed how many saved games there are in this game? Have mm. any of you realised how many saved games there are? Like normally it gives you like 10 slots or something, doesn't it? Mm. I must have 200 saved games on my computer. Because I just <laughs> literally, because it's so fast to save as well. So like, I'll be walking forward, it'll be a bad guy, bang, 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 shoot him, he dies, save. Move forward, another bad guy, bang, 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 save. And I just do that constantly, I can't help it, it's just, that's just what I do. And, you know, because I'm so worried about losing my game and that. And to, so pretty much, yeah, well, I haven't really had any game-breaking, any really bad channel. things happen to me. We just lost hands there. I don't know where he's gone. <laughs> he just had some more bad luck. <laughs> Let me bring him back. User was moved to your channel. Can you stop trying to leave early, please? No, no, no. My <laughs> mic, uh, my my mic died for some reason. No idea. Yeah, why. you've got some really bad feedback. Still? Yeah, really bad. You're like a robot. Okay, just, um, I'll just, be right back. Edit this one we, out. We was talking about luck, look. <laughs> yeah, edit this one out. I'll be right back. <laughs> that guardian angel's back with uh. With a vengeance, didn't have enough cash. Alright, cool, we'll see you in a minute, dude. User disconnected from your channel. Yeah, sorry. I thought, he, I thought yeah. he wouldn't want to listen to um my views on uh, <laughs> like the, the running specs of it. Because how good it is. Yeah. Because the thing is it's like we've got complete opposite ends of the spectrum with our PCs. He's got top end and I've got bottom end and he's had all the problems and I've had zero. <laughs> Yeah, same Because <laughs> uh -huh. pretty much everyone probably thinks like this being a brand new game, you're going to have to run it like on a really high spec PC yeah, to be able don't. to run it on like high or ultra. But pretty much my my machine has got a, it's a three gig core two duo with four gigs of RAM running at 1200 megahertz. And 
I've got a half, an ultra. <laughs> I've got a half decent graphics card, a GTX 670. But yeah, and that's bottlenecked. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, when I first started playing it, it said recommended recommended uh, settings high, and I thought, well, let me put on ultra and see how it is. And I started playing, and it was fine. But when you start playing, obviously you've got the uh, the bit at the beginning where you're building your character, making your avatar and yeah. things like that. So there wasn't a huge amount going on, um, but all that ran smoothly. So I thought, yeah, now this is fine. And then once I left the vault and I, I got outside, walking around, I was like, User yeah, has moved to your I, I don't have to put this on high. I can have it on ultra. It's fine. And I played the first like hour or so on ultra, yeah. but... I did notice that certain points it would stutter, but I'm thinking that that's my hard drive because yeah, it can't load fast enough. Yeah. Is it on an, on an SSD drive or a normal drive? No, on a normal drive. He's on and, a normal hard drive, here. but his hard drive is so old. It's only what it's an 80 uh, gig or something. Yeah, and it's so slow that it's just you can you can hear the thing burning away while it's trying to load stuff up. It took him to get an Arc server, yeah, half an hour to load the, load it up. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you know how bad that hard drive is. That's why I've bought my SSD, but yeah. I haven't installed it yet. But, like, yeah, I, I think that's the only problem that I'm having because so far I haven't had, like, any glitches, any bugs, anything like that. It's been running smoothly. Uh, the only thing I did notice is if I'm running through forest, it it will slow down a little bit. Yeah. But, um. But then, like getting into the town where you've got all the detail for all the buildings, like there's there's no like lag on it at all, and like even being in battle with like the raiders and things like that. Yeah, don't slow down at all. No. So it just shows a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people as well talking about how their graphics card is running it on high settings. You know. Yeah. But like you said, hands before it runs on an old engine, doesn't it? it runs on the same as the. Uh... Yeah, it runs on the old. Um... Same yeah. as the Fallout 3 and New Vegas engine. Like I said earlier, I mean, personally, the graphics are good, don't get me wrong here, but I wasn't impressed for a new AAA title in this day and age. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought the the graphics are just kind of adequate, aren't they? It's like you kind of expect graphics to be like that nowadays, but with a AAA title that's just been released, you expect it to be, like, groundbreaking like when you see the Witcher running on like full spec on Ultra, oh, yeah. like I I saw it on Nick's PC and like with the like the guy's hair, there's the new thing of like individual hairs. Yeah, hair yeah, like, Nvidia hair works. Yeah, like that's crazy and like some people might think oh it's pointless, but it's just showing you how much detail that they can put into a game. Yeah, that is, and that's my only big disappointment uh, when it comes to the graphics. It's 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 nothing special. It's good. I like him. Mm. Not ugly, but like, hmm, this could have been better. <laughs> this day. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're talking to people as well, like the lip sync is completely off. It's, oh yeah, totally. It's, it's like you're talking to a puppet. It's like their mouth is moving, but it just doesn't go with what they're saying at all. Yeah. Sometimes but, the mouth doesn't even move at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching like a dubbed 
like kung fu movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you notice, if you play with subtitles, the subtitles aren't uh, in sync also. Oh, I've, I haven't seen that because I don't have the subtitles on. No, I don't yeah. either. But those are like minor things. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I The graphics for me aren't the most important thing, but when I buy it like a new AAA title, I, personally, I expect a little bit more because mm. of A, the price, and B, the, the quality of the franchise as a whole. Yeah. But sometimes I think as well is like they can go over the top with one thing and lack in something else, and you've got to pick what's more important. You could have a game that looks amazing, but the gameplay isn't that great. And you think, well, if they put a bit more effort into the storyline or like how the game plays and like minor things like that make it more realistic. And in this game, it's the thing of like you can go in any house and pick up anything that's in there and little things like that. It's that all about make, a balance, ain't it? Yeah. Things like that make it more realistic rather than walking into a house and it looks like photo realistic but there's a bottle on the side and you can't pick it up or well, you go <laughs> yeah, to shoot yeah, it. there's you just shoot. one bottle <laughs> yeah but that's what i said about the nature of the franchise of course um in in fallout you can do whatever you want you could pick everything up but the game wants you to do that it wants you to uh, pick up crap and everything you find yeah. Yeah, like yeah. as you see the witcher which is a, a visual spectacle i mean it's like for me it's the best game so far this year, Apart you can't pick Fallout. up everything because the, the, the game is not built around uh, those type of things, the, that type of gameplay. Yeah. See, for me, I think, it, like we spoke about this before, there has to be a balance. And mm. I think they've done the balance really, really well. They've, they've gone on an old engine, yeah. But they've made, they've took that engine so far to an extreme of the graphics for that engine and that. You know, I think the graphics in the world I feel, still think it looks stunning. Yeah, they could have done better graphics, but I think if they'd have done better graphics, they'd have lost a lot of the different things that they've got. They'd have lost the size, you know? Just, yeah, but... just for example, look at DayZ. You yeah, know, Nick, the, more, Nick... the more they put in, the, the yeah. worse it gets. Speaking of graphics, um, did you do the tweaks for the graphics, like the frames per second and the field of view tweak? Nah, too scared. Because you can, you can get it looking a lot better if you want to. Yeah, way. but it's... See, to be honest with you, I'm quite happy with it. I think it's really... Like, I'm playing it on IPS monitor, and I'm playing it on full, full graphics, everything on Ultra. You know, for me, as long as it's smooth and it's running really, really smooth, you know, I haven't tested the frames yet, but I don't need to because it's running, like, perfect. So I just thought, why, play, why fiddle with it? it don't, it's like, don't break, if something's not broken, don't fix it. Right, you don't need to fix it, but you're, if you do the field of view tweak, you can see much further into the distance, which is actually pretty cool. And you don't that, lose any fish. Yeah, because yeah. that's one thing that uh, you were talking about beforehand. And I thought, yeah, that's something that I would like to tweak. Because yeah. my frame rate, I don't think, is that bad. I'm, I'm happy with it. Because I yeah, play but, it on I a 32-inch uh, TV. A lot of people will say that that don't know any better. But if I play, you played it on my computer for an hour and then you went back to yours, you'll be like, this is unplayable. Because you don't know any better at the moment. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, for me, I'm I'm uh, playing on 1440p, and when I see a 1080p monitor, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that looks crap. It's, yeah, you don't want to go back to what you had. So you always want to be better and better. So next step is 4K for everyone, I guess. Yeah. And I have seen some 4K screenshots of Fallout 4. It looks amazing. Does it really? Don't worry. Uh, it's, it looks amazing, but don't my, get my started, beef is man. just that... Just... 
I just it spent could an extra have been better quid. for the price the game was, so that's what I I've mean. I've already just spent an extra 700 quid on this computer upgrade, and now talking about 4K things is just going to make me get <laughs> something else. <laughs> Lucky my missus ain't in the house. She'd come up the stairs and give me a beat down. <laughs> yeah, but Nick, you, you say like you don't miss it if you've, if you've never had it, but I see stuff on your PC all the time. Every time around yours, you're always showing me something new. Yeah, but think... you haven't had the time to get used to it. Yeah. You look at it, it looks nice, but then you go back to yours, you don't really know the difference. You can't really tell. Yeah, but it's the same thing like if you like if you've got say like Sky HD and you're watching something in HD and then that ends and then you change the channel and you've got a standard channel, it's can't almost like it. yeah, it's like your TV's broken because like you've obviously got used to the higher quality. But the yeah, thing that's... is, it's like it's not like my setup's crap. It's like I'm running it on high. And I'm running it at 1080. Yeah, I'm only talking about the frames per second. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah, but obviously with me playing it on a 32-inch TV, um, my TV only it goes up to 60 hertz. Yeah. So, like, there's only a certain frame rate it's going to allow me to see. But I'm I'm happy to have that lower frame rate to have a 32-inch screen. Yeah. You've yeah, that's, like that's what that, they call you? IMDb holder, of course. If you're happy with it, then it's all good. Yeah. Personally, I mean, me and Nick have similar graphics card, and I get about 80 frames a second on Ultra, so we should have the same. But what I was saying earlier, the field of view tweak lets you see a lot farther in the distance, which is actually pretty nice in this game. Yeah, see, I thought it was the field of view width. So, so say you're looking in a room, and you've got the door frame in front of you, and then you can see four foot either side of the door. I thought it was only when you do that tweak. Instead of four foot... It makes it look like you're further back, so you can see like 10 foot each side. That's no, no, no. This, I didn't is, this is really the, the field distance. of view of the world, so to speak. Yeah, so it's the render distance as well, so things pop up yeah. in the distance a lot further away. Yeah, you really need to do that one. It it, it's, it makes a lot of difference. Yeah, because when you've got a bigger Especially screen... Especially with the immersion, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> when you've got a bigger screen and you're sitting close to it, like, something like that, like, helps because you are kind of looking into the distance on a bigger screen... And you feel like, yeah, I could have it like a more condensed picture because I'm up close to it. And that's why I thought like with me, the field of view like would be something that I would look into. Yeah, see, I did feel when I first started the game, and this is not because of you spoke about this, 100% honest truth. I did feel a bit like, hold on a minute, I can't see much. I, I can't really see much in the world. You're in a room and you can see literally, it's like, like a horse with blinkers on. You can only see in front, mm. you know, and that I did think that for a little while. And I did think about you, Hans, when you said, look, do this little like edit and it will make it really wide. Because uh, mm. I remember seeing them pictures on, on, the, on the actual Wasp app. <clears throat> yeah, it, it really makes a difference. Um, did you do the tweak, uh... Jay? Uh, no, I haven't done any tweaks. Ah, okay. Used any yeah, mods see... yet? No. See, see, Fallen Angel <laughs> in the chat has just picked up on it as well, the same as me. The same field of view is only the width. It's the render distance is what the distance away from you is. Yeah, so, think... but what are you talking about, Hans? Like the distance you can see or the width? width. Yeah, it's actually the distance. It's that tweak. Oh, oh I'm so yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. yeah, so that's totally different. The field of view is just left and right. Yeah, because that's what yeah, I was Yeah, because you can have a uh, field of view. Uh, I think it is already in the options menu. Yeah, because okay. I've, I've seen people that do the field of view one, and you, there's a tweak for that as well to make it much wider. Because mm. a lot of people are saying it's a lot smaller. 
but the render distance is how far can it pop up in the distance. So like, imagine you're playing that old game, Outrun. Remember the car one? Oh, yeah. If you had your render distance on small, you'd just see 10 white lines in front. But if you've got your end yet render distance on far, you'll see the mountains in the distance and you'll see like the, the horizon and stuff like that, you know? But the render distance is obviously going to take a toll on your graphics card yeah, because it's, it's rendering a lot of what you don't really need yeah. uh, just to make it look better. Yeah, and that's the, that's the difference. You play like games like Armour 3 and stuff, that's the difference that it makes between the powerful computer and the weaker computer because... That's what it does. You can keep the same graphics on, on like close up to you, mm. but you'll see them all popping up in as you're walking. They'll be all be popping up, like trees will be popping up and stuff like that. But as yeah. on ours, you'll see it. It won't pop up. It will just fade in right out in the distance. Yeah. You know. But anyway, we're getting off track yet again. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about. Um, is there anything you you guys can remember from the other Fallout's? If you've played the other Fallout's. Nuka Cola. Nuka Cola's in all of them, but like, I mean, like, anything random, like, you've come across, which you think, oh, that's from the old one, music, anything like that? Actually, no. No? See, for it me... Was, it was so long ago, it's it's hard to try and remember, like, I remember playing the game, but, like, minor details, I can't, I can't pick out anything that I've seen in the new one to think, oh, yeah, that's, that's from, like, number three. Well, the main thing that I saw was the cat, the, the, um, the magazines. Like the Grognak and and then magazines. And yeah. I actually, for a little while, thought, can I? Because have you seen the magazine stands in the game? There's like an old old mangled magazine stand, and sometimes you find a magazine in it. And I actually thought for a little while, I wonder if I can get a, a magazine stand in my house and I can put my magazines in it. And I don't know if you can yet, but I'm hoping you can because I want to build a nice house, have all my power armor hanging up on all their on their different things. Because I'm sad like that. I like to build things, don't I? Yeah. You know, so I want to build a big house. I want to have my magazines on the stand. I want to have all my um, bobbleheads on their stands. And I just want to have everything in there. So it's like a collection of all my stuff in the game. Mm. And yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. But I don't know if you can do it. I'm sure you can put the magazines into the stand though. But you'd think so because it's that thing of like things that you're collecting, almost like trophies. You'd want to have them on display. Yeah. But yeah, if you can build your own house and you can make it how you want, it should have things like that in well, there. In the last Fallout, it was a it was a DLC, and in that DLC, you could actually build a house. Like you had to go and collect wood and all these bits and pieces. Like you really had to collect all the stuff, and it was a bit like a survival game. You had to build a workbench, and you had to build the house how you wanted it. But then once you built the house, you could put all your bits in there. Was was that in Fallout? It was in Fallout, wasn't it? It wasn't in Skyrim. It was in Fallout, weren't it? Or none of you, none of you even know what I'm talking about. Uh, I think it was in Skyrim. I was going to say they have one in Skyrim. Yeah. I'm not uh, sure I might be getting one in Skyrim because it was a long time back. But yeah, I think it might have been Skyrim actually because it was uh, like animal heads and fish stuff. I think you could put on the walls and stuff. Yeah, but, um, probably Skyrim. Yeah. But yeah, I'm hoping you can do that. You know. But uh, yeah. So what else? What about the storylines? Any of you? Any of you want to talk about a bit about the storyline before we crack on? Uh, well, I have only completed one mission. No, but like, but the, sadly, the I'm not going to spoil it here, but sadly, um, somebody told me the ending of the game, which is pretty gruesome, apparently. So. Yeah, but don't tell us. No, I'm not going to tell <laughs> anyone. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. We, we haven't completed it yet. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's just told uh, first of all, I haven't seen it myself yet, so I'm not sure if he's speaking yeah. the truth. Yeah, no, I'm talking more about, like, obviously, the game this time round is... A different perspective so it's the same nuclear bomb that's gone off in the game as in as in fallout 3 i hope you lot know this by the way 
It's the same bomb that's gone off, but it's a totally different guy in a different area of the world. Yeah, you're in Boston now, the Boston yeah. area. And what it is, it's just his, it's like Fallout 3, you was one guy and you had your own storylines and everything about that. And it was about finding your dad, weren't it? Which is quite weird. But this one is about you and you go into a time capsule. The, the man sells you, doesn't he? He sells you like a, like a space in this, for your family, in this uh, shelter. And basically you go down into the shelter and then they freeze you. And then you wake up and you see your kid getting taken away and he's only a little baby and your missus gets killed. And then he wakes up again and he's like, I've got to find my son, I've got to find my son. The whole game is based around finding your son. I don't know what kind of twists and turns we're going to come across, but I'm sure there's going to be quite a lot of them. But yeah, that's pretty much the background story of it. Did you not yeah. watch that bit? Or you yeah, because yeah. Yeah, obviously it's the, it's the same bomb that's gone off. So it's the same uh, scenario, but from a different perspective. Uh, perspective is yeah, it you're looking for your son instead of looking for your dad yeah but i remember in number three one thing that really impressed me was the way that they set the game up and how you picked your avatar was it, it started where you were born yeah and then you pick your name at, when you're born and then you pick the sex yeah. that you want to be and then it goes through like a few like ages of like being like a toddler then a teenager then yeah. like get going into an adult yeah, you have before... your birthday party didn't you? And you get bullied by that guy and then you, you the snakes and then you take him down yeah make him cry <laughs> but yeah it's like for me that that was so impressive because i'd never seen anything like that in a game before because normally it's just you go to a setup screen where you pick your avatar what you want it to look like what you want it to wear what you want to call it yeah but they integrated it into the storyline and yeah, when you come out, you're then going out looking for your dad. But they've done it. They've done it in the same way, but slightly different because you are already a man, and it's integrated into the storyline. So when you're picking your avatar, you're waking up in the morning and walking into the bathroom and looking in the mirror, and yeah. your your wife is next to you, and then. If you pick whether you want to be male or female, it switches between you and your wife, isn't it? Well, I didn't even switch onto woman, mum. Okay. Yeah, because I, I just picked the guy because I just wanted to be a guy. But yeah, like you can swap it to be the woman. But yeah, it I probably think... goes through the same process and yeah. you're just the woman instead of the guy. But I feel this time round, they've, they've made the game relate more to the, the age of people. Because I think it's a lot more older people playing this game this time round. And I think to a lot of people that have got kids, you can relate to that guy looking for his kid a lot more. Like, because obviously I've got kids and a lot of us have got kids that are playing it. And I think the storyline, when you're looking for your dad, it doesn't really grab your heartstrings as much. But when you're looking for your kid and you see your wife get killed and then you mm. see your kid get taken away, you actually get a part of you thinking, man, I want to find, find the kid. You know, mm. poor kid. Where is he? And, you know, I've, I haven't got any far in the game, so this ain't a spoiler, but... I haven't got that far into the game, but I've got like certain things that I'm already processing in my head. Like I reckon the kids older than me. I reckon the kid might be the same age as me. You know, <clears throat> I reckon the kid might be at the end of the game, like a, a boss of like a whole area or something. He's like some big famous person or something, you know, and I've got all these different ideas and that's what's keeping me wanting to go through so much because I want to know all the stuff that might, that I've got right. Like from guessing at the beginning, you know, yeah, because you've got to ask yourself, like, why did they take the kid? Because obviously they didn't need you and they didn't need the wife. Yeah. So they killed the wife because they didn't need her. They took the kid and then you just, like, escape. So Yeah, but they killed everybody in, in the vault except for you. 
Yeah, for some reason. Well, Sam, I mean, I've been playing the storyline pretty much constant for about 26 hours, and I'm still no closer to finding out what's happening. So <laughs> it's, uh, there's a long way to go. Yeah, really? Because I was speaking to Matt about it, and he's been doing the storyline as well, and he just went to me, man, there's a twist. Man, there's a big twist. I'm not telling you anything, but this game's amazing. When you get to this part, it's going to be so good, you just don't realise what's going to happen. And now I'm like, what is he going on about, man? I want to know what he's going on about. So now I'm going <laughs> yeah, to the storyline yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, shit. Also, getting to the storyline a bit more, to be honest. Yeah, but but for me, if I get into the storyline, I know it's going to be over too quick. You know, even though it's going to be a hundred hours, it's still going to be over too quick for me. So, and I know if I finish the storyline, I won't just go back and do all the side missions. So, I like to try and you know when you get the story main mission, you know where it is. But I try and do all the other missions and then go back to the storyline. And what I find happens is, I say I've got five side missions on. I'll do three of them, and then another three will pop up. So I'm constantly doing these side missions, leveling up. And then every now and then I get to do part of the, like, the main mission. And then I go back to the side missions again because it's something else. You know? But I, I always find with side missions as well, they help you with the main storyline. Because if you just follow the storyline, you're not upgrading as quick as you would be. So by the time you get to something, yeah. you've got less armor, you've got less ammo, you've got crap weapons. But as you're doing side missions, you're upgrading all the way and then by the time you get to the next point of the story you're a bit more better equipped to take on whatever comes up yeah that's how i play it because obviously all the weapons you pick up and stuff and are you not doing the same as me i've got myself to the stadium and in the stadium there's lots of traders and i found in this game there's hardly any traders like there was in the first ones you'd find traders everywhere you've got roaming ones and you could just yeah you to need them. to uh, build your own shops yeah, and you, sell, you can sell all your gear and that. And you, you just make loads of money, and that's how you got through the game. But this one, they've tweaked it. The, 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 the like, vendors don't have a lot of cash. But yeah, I got to the mostly stadium, like 400 maximum. Yeah, but you can upgrade that. That's a perk. You can upgrade it so they've got more. And I've already upgraded that so there's more money in, in the shops. But I came to the first area where there's all the shops in the stadium. And do you know what? In this time round, stuff is so expensive. You know, if, if I, I wanted to buy like 20 stim packs... And it was something like 6,000 uh, bottle caps. And I was like, whoa, it took all my money to minus. And I was like, so I found at that point, it was game changing for me. I was like, right, because you can buy a house in the stadium as well, but I haven't got enough money for it. So at that point, the whole game paused for me. And I thought, now I'm just going to go out. I'm going to pick up every piece of loot I can. And I'm going to come back, sell it and go out and come back and sell it. But then I found something else even more weird, which was... You can't really do that because you go out, you load up with all the gear, you come back, sell it to the people, but because you're getting in fights as you go out, all your bullets are getting taken up. So when yeah. you come back, the money you do earn, that goes straight on bullets because you haven't got any bullets left. And then there's your money gone. So you're in a vicious circle of trying to scavenge money and they've balanced it so well that you can't easily find a way out of that loop. Yeah, I think I was lucky. I hamstered a lot and... Then I sold a lot. I always go to sleep for a day, sell again. Sleep a day, sell again. That's how I did it. Oh, is that how you do it? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing for me, you're saying you've got enough gear on you to sell to them, sleep, and then they've got more money in your sell again, yeah? Yeah. But for me, I'm running out of gear to sell. So I will sell my whole inventory and the whole of the dog meat's inventory. And once I've sold all that, I have to go out and get more because he's still got loads of money left. Yeah, uh, speaking of, of dog meat, which companions do you use the most? 
I'm using dog meat because I didn't realise you could change the companions yet. Yeah, I'm uh, using dog meat also. I've got to be honest, man. He gets right on my tits. Come on, he's <laughs> cute. No, he's not. He gets in the way. Everywhere I go, he gets in the way. Every time there's a gunfight, he's in front of me. But then every time I need him there to put some stuff on, he's gone. Yeah, oh, I yeah. found the yeah. same thing. It's <laughs> like there's something on the floor. I go to pick it up and he's, he's standing there. on top of it. Then I walk away for him to walk away. I come back. He stands on top of it again. <laughs> but then, yeah, when you need him, like you're getting attacked and you think, well, at least he can help me out. And you look around. He's not there. Yes, exactly what happened to me. Yeah, but don't worry. The other companions aren't much smarter. Yeah, I use Piper, and um, she's got a gun, and that, and she's pretty good. So yeah. I haven't seen her yet. Yeah, she's in the uh, baseball stadium. Uh, yeah, um, I haven't Diamond visited City. that one yet. What is that? Another companion? Yeah. I have uh, I have dog meat, my robot, and uh, the one from the Minuteman. I forgot his name. Yes, yeah, the I've only got dog meat. I haven't found it. There's um, what's the the robot at the beginning called? Um, uh, Codsworth. Uh, Codsworth, yeah. Codsworth, yeah. I haven't even asked him yet. Um, because he you went should. off. But do they have different levels of what they can carry, or they're all the same? They all have different. No, they can carry as much as you want, but uh, they all have different abilities. Oh, so they can all carry the same. Yeah. See, I wasn't even aware that you could have different companions because when yeah. I'm going around okay. talking to people, I thought they're just there as part of storyline. I didn't think that you could actually make them a companion. Yeah, you can't make everyone a companion, yeah, that, just certain individuals. That's because obviously you haven't spoke to them constantly and got all their lines out. You know, yeah, but also, for some you need a high charisma. Yeah, see, also I found, okay. I found this time round, I don't know if it's because they've got speech, because they had something like 40,000 words each, didn't they, woman and man, in this game, so they can talk everything, and and a lot of people can put their name in, and, that, and the computer knows your name already. Did you know that or not? Yeah. No. Yeah, but I put Extreme PC UK as my name, so obviously it's not going to know that name. But if you put like Nick in, then it will it will say your name in all the all the dialogue. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's only I think they've got something like two hundred names or something they put in there. So if you've got your name, that's cool. But if you haven't, then you haven't. But I I put in Extreme PC UK just for the sake of all the all the streaming and stuff. So it's just our name and that. But yeah, they actually do say your name. But I found in all of the other like Fallout, it was dialogue, so I'd skip it. It was like reading, wouldn't it? So mm. I'd just skip straight through it. But I'm finding, because this is acted out, and you can see your character when you're talking, stuff like that, I'm finding I'm listening to the storyline, and I'm listening to them chat together a lot more. Yeah, because when you play a game and there's a cutscene, like you're quite interested to see what happens in the cutscene, but this is like the cutscenes are almost part of the game. So it's quite a flowing conversation, and like, yeah, every time you you talk to someone, it gives you four options yeah. of what you're going to reply in that conversation. And pretty much every person is going to pick something different and the outcome is probably going to be something different as well. Yeah, but I used to have as well, you can use like charisma or you can use like bribe or, or something yeah. like that. But in this yeah. one, they, you can still use them, but I've noticed they do it red and yellow. So it's like red's really hard. Yellow's like, mm, you've got half a chance. You know? Yeah. And I have, I've failed all of them so far. Yeah, because you've got to up the charisma in your like in your abilities, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, it was the first bit, thing I maxed out was my charisma. So did you it makes not? Makes it go? so much easier. See, for me, I went to the town built because at the beginning you've got a slight tutorial, haven't you? Where you build, they show you how oh, you've got to build seats for everybody, you've got to build beds for everybody, you've got to build some like food so it grows, and you've got like a little town of areas where you can smash up the whole whole of the area. 
like you turn into creation mode and you can just totally smash everything up in the whole world can't you and use it for parts and yeah. then you can build your own house now i built the custom house that's already built for me plonked it down put all the gear in it and that and uh I, I I didn't really go into too much detail on the building side. Did you lot? No, not really. Uh, no, I didn't build no. anything. Oh yeah, uh, I I walled off my entire uh, settlement. Really? Actually, I have two settlements. Yeah, I have uh, the red rocket. I walled off completely, and I completely walled off the um, what's it called? The starting settlement. Uh, I forgot the name. Sanctuary. Uh, Sanctuary. Sanctuary, yeah, and I put a few guns, uh, sentry guns on the outside. Yeah, I put a few sentry guns up. But what I was getting onto is, is um, when you the first the first things I upgraded, you have to be a leader level two. So I went to do the leader level two just so that I could build some traders. But then I realised once I got to leader level two, I needed charisma level thirteen or something, and I needed to have another two levels in something else to be able to build a trader. So I still haven't built a trader in my town. Nah, I me neither. I, I don't really understand the, the perks yet. Yeah, see, there's a lot of them as well. There's a lot, a lot of perks. Yeah, you know, yeah in the previous Fallout, you could choose your perks, and here they're rela related to your level and whatever it is you're, you're uh, putting your skill points in. Yeah, have any of you come across anything which slightly remotely relates to the building side of it, which you need it for? What do you mean? Well, I haven't seen... Uh, when I was reading up about it, people were saying, yeah, raiders come and they attack your village, like, and they'll attack your town. Where yeah, you're I had a few mutants attack my village. But well, what do they do? When you go back there, they're just there. They're just there. They spawn and they attack everyone and hope none of your settlers die. Oh, because I, I just thought, as long as I don't go back there, nothing will happen. No, it's not. It's on your map then, but it was a bit of a coincidence. Uh, they only started attacking right after I put down my... Uh, my radio station to recruit more settlers. Well, I didn't even know you could do that yet. I haven't done that. Yeah, you can put up uh, propaganda radio uh, to broadcast. Yeah. So, so what's the what's the benefits of having a settlement? Because That's I what haven't I'm saying. I haven't built anything. I haven't even gone back to where I started. I've just been following the storyline. Like, followed the yellow brick road. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically what I'm doing. I, I haven't gone back for anything yet. Yeah. See. That's that's what I was just. That was my question just now. It was like, why do we need to build the settlement? Is it purely for a bit of fun? Uh, I don't know yet. Well, I think it's to make the, the game easier. Really? That's what I think. Yeah, I think. What? So like, you have your own vendors, your own yeah. So you can, uh, clinic. So I think that's more of the reason for it. Yeah. So if you're say you're halfway across the map and you're full up, fully loaded, you can just load back to the sanctuary where you've built your town know there's vendors there and sell all your gear, make money, get some food, do all that, have a sleep, do whatever you've got to do to freshen your guy back up, fix your weapons and all that, upgrade them, and then go back and then carry on with the game. Yeah, because I suppose in some games, they they get, they get put a town in the game that you can go to, and once you get there, then they'll say, this is the town you come to to get this and get that, and you can buy this and buy that. But probably with this, to make it a bit more fun, they're like, well... We'll let you build your own town and you can have all your stuff yeah. in one place. See, that's the thing as well. Since they've got rid of the discs, you used to get a DVD disc, didn't you? With yeah. a game yeah. on it, it was limited to a size. Because of that's all gone now and it's all digital downloads, they can make these games massive, you know? And they can just keep adding to them. Yeah. This is pretty amazing, really. It gets me really excited. But everyone's oh, yeah. into the whole survival game at the moment as well, like something like Ark. Like, everyone loves the fact that you go in there and start with nothing and you can build, like, these huge forts. Yeah. And 
I think with the Fallout guys, they've obviously thought, just, well, like let's integrate this yeah, into the game. Onto it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, to be honest, with a game like Fallout, it's so good the game that I'm a bit like, do you know what? I can't be bothered to build a house. I don't care. I want to go and explore. I want to go and find places and do things, you know. And I'm, and I'm finding stuff new all the time. So it's like, and also if you if you watch the splash screens as you're going loading screens. It comes up with some weapons, and I see one yesterday, and I was like, "Wow, ice weapon!" I thought I'd never seen that in this game before. Well, I don't know if I have; I can't remember. But um, where you freeze people, and I was like, "I've got. I want to get further into the game just to find this stuff out." You know, the game because obviously, like the guns and that, they're all fully upgradable, and there's, there's lots of stuff we do. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know the point of having the settlements at the moment, and it sounds like you lot don't know either. Nope. No, not really. It would be good if, like, later on, they they had plans to make it online. And, obviously, you play through the single-player mode, and you do that, and then later on, they'll bring out, like, some downloadable content that would make it online, and then you'll have your settlement, and it will put you in, like, a server. And you'll then have that kind of survival thing where everyone's got their own se- uh, settlement. Well, as long as it's, if it's not paid downloadable content, I'm up for it. What is that an idea you've got, like to put everybody into a server? Yeah. So. Well, that's you... the thing. It's a single single player game, though, ain't it? Yeah, but it's a single player game now. But then what it will do is they'll bring out something where you can play online, and it will just migrate your settlement onto that server. That'd be pretty cool. So, yeah, you don't have the storyline anymore. It's all about survival and protecting your settlement. That's when Fallout 4 becomes Call of Duty Fallout 4. It'd be like Fallout 4 Clash of Clans. You'd be having settlements versus settlements battling each other. But the thing is, it will be that thing again of, like, if you like that kind of thing, it's fine. But then when you get someone like Blood Reaper coming in, You'll, <laughs> you'll leave it for like a couple of hours, come back, and your settlement is like cool. dust. And he, he's, he's nicked everything. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like dust. Fallout 4 again, nuclear bomb went off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get with weeaboos. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. Every week you lot are running now. <laughs> but yeah, right, that brings us on. Let's talk a bit about the weapons and that, because we just got briefly onto it. What do you guys think of the weapons? I'm actually... At first, wasn't too keen on the weapon system. I couldn't work it out. And I've got uh, to say, have any of you have any of you found the screen where it shows you items in the world to find, like the pictures of them, and then you go and find them? Because on when I watched the video of Fallout 4, they said, oh, in the game now you can you can go around the world and you can pick up certain items. But just to make it easier, we've got this new menu where it will show you a silhouette of each thing. So if it's a globe or if it's like a kid's toy, like a car. It will show you a silhouette of it. Once you get it, it like slots it in like a piece of puzzle. And so the five silhouettes you need for that one mod will fill in as you pick them up. I've not seen that screen anywhere. Have any of you? No. no. Nope. <laughs> no. The only screen you've seen is the one where you've got like a two layers. One layer on the left, one layer on the right. And it's like workbench. You can put your stuff on the workbench. You can put all your junk items into the workbench. And then you can build mods from all the parts you put in the workbench. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Does the workbench, all the items you put in it, go to every workbench? Uh, only later when you have that leadership perk and you need to establish some kind of supply route uh, between all your settlements. Then really? your um, items are shared. 
It's something along those lines. Not 100% sure, but it's something I, along yeah, those lines. Because I, I thought that it did work because I've been going to random weapons like desks and I've been just pressing unload all junk and it puts all of my items and that into that desk. And then I go to another one, do it, and I'll put all my items in there. And I assumed that they was all linked. So I like, thought they were. Not at the start. No, I thought they were. Because when I did it for the first time, when I got to Red Rocket and I used the bench there. It was already in there, wasn't it? Yeah, because it, it said something about how, like, if you leave your stuff here, it will be accessible from other benches. But I didn't know if, like, that was just, like, straight away. But like Hans is saying, maybe it's a feature, but it, not straight away. Well, I was yeah, I read it, it somewhere about the feature. I haven't had it myself yet. But, um, yeah, apart from that, what is, what's the favourite gun you lot have got so far? Um, what's it called? The 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 laser weapon I got from uh, the Brotherhood of Steel. Really? Yeah, I love it. Is it upgraded but, anymore, or is it just as it is? No, just as it is. And to be honest, I'm more of a melee guy anyway. I usually use a melee weapon. Yeah, see, for me, I had that gun, which I really liked. But then I've come across uh, an assault rifle. Like, not the crappy ones made out of pipes and stuff, but a proper assault rifle. Oh, yeah. And that thing packs a punch, the noise that comes out of it when you shoot it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also have the Fat Man or something. It's to launch a mini, mini nuclear weapon. Mini nukes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sold that. What? It, it weighs 30 kilos, man. It's taking up valuable space. <laughs> Just put it away. <laughs> no, nah, I couldn't. And the, the mini nukes, you find them very rarely. It's yeah. fun to nuke stuff. Have you seen the, um, the patch that you can get for the mini nukes where it can turn your mini nuke into your baby? Really? So you're, uh, you're, no. you're shooting out a little baby. <laughs> does, it, does it explode? Yeah, it works exactly the same as a nuke, but when you shoot it, you just see a baby flying rather than the nuke. <laughs> I need to get that one. Is that, is, that, is that on the Steam Workshop? Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Oh, right. <laughs> There's always someone has to do it there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I got, like, I've done quite a few mods, and I'm actually quite enjoying the mods, but Obviously, they've got to have, again, a balance, and they've really designed it so you really, really can only go down one route at any point. So if you want to do, like, you have to unlock gun nut, don't you, like a perk, to be able to do, like, the next two basic steps on your gun. And then after that, you need science level three and gun nut level four or something. And so you really, really do have to be very wise with what you're unlocking at one point. Yeah, and honestly, that's one of the things I don't really like about that system. It takes a wait a bit of my freedom so to speak yeah because like for me i started off wanting to get a vendor because at the beginning the most important thing to me was having something to give me money and like to sell my gear to like all my crap and that and so i went down the route of vendor but then i got to do the vendor and i was like oh i now need to be level 13 or level 15 first so i was like oh sod that off for a little while and then i thought oh i'll upgrade my guns so i carried on with doing the guns and it's like oh you need to get level this and then you have to get level that and i was like Man, so you're always, like, getting sidetracked as well in the perk system where... And there's hundreds of perks and there's hundreds of levels, like... Like, you've got six yeah. stars or ten stars on each perk. And you're constantly, like, to get this perk, you have to unlock that perk at that level. And then you have to unlock that one at that level. And it just goes on and on. So you're always finding yourself going, well, I really want that one over there, but I can't get that yet. So I'm yeah. going to deal with this one. And that is one of the reasons I'm not really bothering with upgrades yet. No? Well, I've got really mm -hmm. stuck into the upgrades and... I've found that, like, a normal standard gun and a gun that you've fully equipped, like, built up, there's a lot of power difference. 
And like my laser gun that I got, like the the one you got given as a, a, a legendary weapon, I found that that gun isn't that good for me anymore. But my my rifle is really good. Um, I've got a, I pretty much use a combat shotgun. I love that gun. It's up fully upgraded nearly. It's got like it's got like another three tiers I think, but it's really really high up there. But it packs a punch. You know, I can shoot off twenty rounds or something, and like even took took I took down a death claw with it. You know, that's how powerful it was. And so I really like the combat shotgun, but I've got a feeling there's so like because of the way they've done it, where you can upgrade individual parts of your gun, so every gun looks different. Um, I I know a few bugs of a few people have had where the guns have just totally disappeared. It's happened to me once where you pick it up and you think it's in your inventory. Like say I've got the combat shotgun and I get I find a combat shotgun plus with a sights on it or something. You put it in your inventory and it just turns into a normal one. It's gone. And I've had that happen a couple of times, which I was like, where is it? I didn't know if it was like a, a glitch in the game or if I'd done something wrong or if it just took the mods and put them onto my gun. I didn't know. I couldn't work it out. But yeah, so what about you, Chance? What guns have you been using? Um, well, my favourite gun is a shotgun as well because I feel like in battle, things come at you so quickly. You're talking about you... the, the two-shot shotgun though, aren't you? A normal yeah, shotgun. yeah, like double barrel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you I, wait until you get the 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 other one, the automatic <laughs> proper combat because, shotgun. Like, yeah, nothing. You're not really ever shooting at anything like at any kind of great distance. So uh, I kind of see things like rifles a bit pointless. Really? Well, at, at the stage that I'm at, because I'll walk around a corner and there'll be a ghoul, and he, he's on me like in a couple of seconds. Yeah. So they're I can melee, just, man. You need to get a sword for them. Yeah, but. The thing is, I could take one out with like, uh, like two shots of the double barrel, and they're dead. And yeah. like that gun, like you can shoot both barrels pretty quick, and the reload on it is like quite quick as well. So where I got to a point where there was three of them, I just walked around the corner because I was just like having a little D- walk around at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. They as soon as they saw me, they they were running at me, and. I didn't even use like the aiming system on it either. They were just running at me. I just aimed and just shot and literally took all three of them out pretty much straight away. And that's an unmodified gun as well. And yeah. I, I just feel like most of the combat in this is very like close combat. Yeah, but it's not. See, I, my favorite gun as well, apart from my um, combat shotgun, is my sniper rifle. Now, I've got a sniper rifle with a long-range sight. I don't know how where I got it. It was quite lucky. And uh, it had a long-range sight on it. And I find that that long-range sight gives me the power just to sneak up on, on like, people at the top of buildings and stuff. And it does seem a long way away. And, like, I'm cutting, cutting like, bad guys' heads off and that with one shot. Yeah, you know? that, but that's, like... Um like the completely other end of, like, a weapon where, like, with a nuke as well, it's can't compare the two because they're so different like with a sniper rifle you're not going to walk around with a sniper rifle in your hand like it's going to be a secondary weapon and like i think like your main weapons like handguns shotguns assault rifles things like that like i I would say like a shotgun is better and then like yeah like a secondary weapon a sniper rifle is a good idea because it gives you like the two ends of like the type of um, weapons you're going to need. 
because yeah there might be someone like miles away that you need to take out before you get there but then you also yeah. need something close combat but i feel like there's there's not really any need for the in between yeah but that's at the moment you will find that, that like again that balance will will pan out and you will find that somewhere along the line there's a gun that just fits that spot and it just needs to be used at that right time you know yeah because i it might just be where i am in the game at the moment that i haven't really needed to like use anything else but yeah just walking around with my shotgun like because yeah, I, I i've got to be honest i use the shotgun for quite a bit for a little bit of time and i thought exactly the same thing but I was yet to know what was coming with the other guns. And I got this combat shotgun and I was like, at first I was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not, it's not going to be brilliant. I'm not too worried about it. But then when I used it, I was like, whoa, that thing packs a punch. That thing's wicked. So I kept it and now I've upgraded it. And like I was saying, when you upgrade the weapons in this game, they make a big difference. You know, if you upgrade something that does the speed of it, it makes a big difference. You notice it a lot. And I found going... I, do you know what the the bottle um like the pipe guns i haven't really bothered with at all you know like you've got the pipe and i think at the moment i think that is my sniper rifle that i'm using at the moment mm. it's like one of them pipe ones but it's pretty nifty you know mm. but i know me having that pipe like sniper rifle which is all right at this point in the game i know that that is going to be the bottom end of the scale so i know wow that was quite good but that means there's also going to be some super duper sniper rifle out there you know yeah, which which I'm gonna be looking for. And yeah, and uh, don't try to snipe super mutants; it won't work. Yeah, it does. I've sniped loads of them. No, they always kill me when I do that. I, I don't like the super mutants to come out with a nuke in their hand, start running towards you. <laughs> yeah, the suiciders. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, I take them out. Two bullets, they're gone. Or even one one bullet on some of them. But it might be again because I've leveled up because I've done a lot more side missions. So when I got to the point where I met a super mutant, what level are you? I think I'm level 15 now. Yeah, same here. But I'm only uh, a couple of missions in. You know, you probably got a lot further into the game than I have. Uh, main story, nope. I I just did some exploring and the Brother of the Steel missions. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished any of them yet. What about you, Jance? What? Uh, what level am I? <laughs> Yeah, what level are you and what missions have you finished? Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not that far into it, so um I'm not even sure what level I'm on at the moment. I think I might be level five. Yeah, so you're still early in the game. So yeah. you've still got lots to come. That's why you're on a, the double barrel shotgun still. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, the the mission I've obviously done the main uh, the first mission where you get like your power armor and stuff, but then after that, I was kind of like doing a bit more kind of the side missions and a bit more exploring and not so much down the storyline. Yeah. So what about you, Glenn? What, what, what weapons have you uh, really taken a liking to? Um, I agree with Jansen. I mean, I'm, I've got a short double barrel shotgun, so um, that, you know, don't, the didn't you close find... quarters combat just, it just seems to work. Yeah, didn't you lot find, though, that it runs out of ammo really quickly? It's hard to find. No, it's been alright. I haven't had any problems with it. Because, yeah, so I mean, found... you, you go with sort of an automatic or a, like a machine gun or whatever, you're just spraying bullets everywhere. At least yeah, with a really shotgun, you know, you're sort of... 
It's a little bit slower, but it's a lot more powerful, and you're not using the ammo as quick. Yeah. See, I I just find with the combat shotgun, I get the same sort of thing, but it's a much bigger pack, pack, packs a bigger punch, and it's a wider spread, so I can just shoot that pretty much in front of me, and it takes out anything that's in front of me. What sort of damage are you getting with that? I'm not sure. I mean, the, the short, is, the short um, double barrel shotgun, you're getting 45 on the damage. No, I think it's a lot higher than that. I think it's up with the like 60, 70s. But, I mean, this is unmodified as well. Yeah, mine's, like, mine's got, a combat so. shotgun. It's got um, a big, massive, extended uh, ammo in it, and it's got like all the extras on it. So it's got like a sights on top of it. I don't know why I did that. I put a, I put a medium range sight on the shotgun. I don't know why I did it. I just wanted it to look <laughs> good. You know, by the time I've looked down the barrel of it, they're right there in front of me, and then I'm just like blowing their insides out. Like I'm so close, I can like see the guy's nipple like right over the lens. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like the ghoul. And uh, yeah, but yeah, taking us on. What do you lot think of the VAT system? The new VAT system that constantly moves. Don't use it at all. No. Nope. No, I don't use it really, to be honest. Yeah, I... that's that's one thing that I thought was good in Fallout Three was the yeah. VAT system, and like again, it was something that you hadn't seen in a game before, and I thought, oh, this is this is actually quite good because you can then like. Yeah, like aim at specific parts and you know like yeah the percentage uh, you're going to damage yeah exactly and so it just makes it that much more interesting rather than having kind of a, a call of duty feel where you're kind of like running backwards whilst trying to shoot without getting shot and yeah. getting stuck on things well, it's a bit more accurate isn't it and then obviously your skill levels go up with accuracy like as you level up but with this new one it, it's a bit more realistic where everything carries on moving but in slow motion so you then have to like do everything a little bit more quicker so yeah, it's, they still attack you that's they, yeah they do, the ghouls and i found the ghouls in this year they they, they they start off really slow don't they like they're quite far away and then they sort of duck down and they sort of just like lunge at you and, they, yeah. and the first time i've done it i was really like Whoa, it's got yeah me. yeah did you do that yeah, because it's like you see them and like a lot of people that are in the game, like they'll they'll come after you, but they might run over a little bit, hide behind a tree, run a yeah. little bit closer. But with the ghouls, it's like they see you, they start running over and then you're like picking what gun you want. And after way through picking your gun, like, yeah, they duck down a little bit and they like proper sprint at you. Yeah, they, sort of yeah, they start to just... slalom and look away. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, now when they're coming... They've made. I, I thought when I first started playing it, I thought the enemies in the game, they have given them such a much more realistic sort of walk and feel to them. You know, mm. like like the um, the are they called Mylurks? I can't. I don't know how you pronounce it. Mylurks or whatever they are. The crabs. They sort of. They really sort of like like tick 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 towards you. You can feel their claws hitting the floor and like they really they really come fast at you. You know, and they've really put a lot of effort into. Like the way that and that like the bad guys move and the way they think and the way they do things, you know, like the zombies will lunge at you and the other ones will walk around things, you know, and the humans will search you out and they will hide behind desks and look through little gaps in the wall, you know, which I think over the last one, like last version of Fallout, is a really really nice upgrade to it, you know. Yeah, because it it gives you that feeling of like playing with real players, which everyone goes online for. 
So when you've got AI that just sits in one place or they run from one box to hide behind a desk to run back to that box to behind the desk, you can kind of sit there, see the pattern and wait for them to run across and shoot them. But yeah. with this, it seems a bit more realistic. Like when you're in the forest as well, with the amount of trees and logs that are around, like someone will be hiding behind a tree and they're shooting at you and you can't see them. Yeah. But then it's like you'll kind of run away. But as you're running to a different position, they'll kind of follow you and then they'll run over and then hide behind a log or yeah. a, a fridge or something like that. It makes like it that. a bit more realistic, doesn't it? You can't find yeah. where they are. Yeah, so and you're so getting hit, but you don't know where from. And the more you're running away, the more they're running after you. Yeah, I find as well in the buildings, because you've got the little red marker, aren't you, on like yeah. your like compass sort of thing. And if it's got a little up arrow, it means they're upstairs. And sometimes you'll see like five of them and they'll all be staying still. And then all of a sudden you'll make a noise and they'll all start just going haywire and they're like going left and right, right and left all over the place. And you think, hold on a minute, they've all started going different places. And all mm. of a sudden one will pop out from a door to the left or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't give you any sense of how close or far they are. Yeah, and not all of them will run at you. Some of them will like run and hide behind like sandbags or yeah. like something like that. And then you might get one or two that will actually come downstairs and like actually come after you. Mm. But... I, I feel they've put that much more effort into it, like with the VAT system as well. You know, like we're saying, it's slow motion and it's this and that. It makes you have that bit more, like, because it used to play it, didn't you? And, like, to be honest, if I needed to go through a piece or something, I'd be like, oh, press the VAT system, it'll pause the game, and I, I could just look at the screen, come back, choose where I want to hit, and take my shot. In this, you do find with, like, the, the, um, with the, like, the glowing one and that, like the zombie, when he comes at you and you do the VAT system, that's no good. Because he's moving so fast at that point, the VAT system is not fast enough to be able to choose your thing and fire at him before he's already hit you. And when he hits you, you've moved backwards. And yeah. I found that in that scenario, you need to do a lot more. You can't just use it as, oh, this seems a bit hard. I'll just press the VAT system and use it. Because it yeah. doesn't work like that. It, they've like, Again, the balance on that, they've done a good balance where you can use it and sometimes it's good, but you can't just abuse it. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's almost like they've made it for what its main purpose is for. Yeah. It, it's not a a way of like giving yourself a bit of time to work out like a difficult situation because sometimes you'll get the VAT system up because someone's coming at you, but you'll have to turn it off and run because that yeah, person's yeah. coming at you so quickly that you you need to make distance between you yeah, and them. Well, well... I find one of the ways I mainly use it is if I'm in a building and I know there's bad guys in front, I'll be behind, like, say, a brick wall or behind a door frame or something. And you know what? Some of the some of the areas are dark. Some of them you can't see. Sometimes there's a storm. You know, so what I do is I don't know if you lot, you probably see this as cheating as well because you lot think I cheat for all my games. But what I do is I will walk out in, at a door frame so that the enemies can see me. And as I go out, I'll press the VAT system because it will automatically target anyone in that vicinity. So I put my head around the door frame, press the button, and then that's it. It zooms into the guy on the far left up behind the bookshelf or something, you know? And then I know that guy's there. Do you yeah, do that I, or not? Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean because I have done that where I saw someone up on a balcony, but I couldn't tell if it was a person or not because it was nighttime and it was a bit dark. And where they were standing, I couldn't tell if that was a person. So I used yeah. the VAT system and then it highlighted them and I knew like it was a radar. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how I use that system pretty much all the time, you know. And also I will use it, if there's a couple of people uh, like in front, I will use it to do that and then scan left on my left or right stick, whichever one it is, 
just to flick through the people and see how many there are, who's the closest, you know? Because you can do a pretty fast, like, flick through of what's mm. around you like that. And, that and, and I think that's the way they intended it to be used, and I think that's the way we're using it, you know? Yeah, because it doesn't pause, like, it's still running in the background. So it's not really cheating. It's like you're kind of, like, working out who's around you and stuff like that. And it's almost like having a radar like you would in other games where you can press a button and it will send out a, a radar to kind yeah. of like pinpoint where people are and sometimes in some games it will show you where someone's behind a wall before you've even gone into that room yeah but this is it you they have to be in your line of sight for you to be able to use it so yeah i don't think it's cheating yeah what about you hans do you use the vat system a lot or you said you don't use it not at all completely ignore it how comes though why don't you like it it's not about not liking it, i just don't need it at the moment what you super duper like marksman Skills. No, like I said, I melee almost everything. Really? Yeah. See, I I've got a melee. I've got um a Chinese serrated sword, which I can upgrade. After this upgrade, I can turn it into an electrified, um serrated sword. And I've got to say, it is a really really good little sword. It, it does a really lot of damage. It, it reaches quite far. Because I started off using the combat knife, and at the beginning of the game, the combat knife was fine. It was pretty good, and. Then what I've done is, after that, I got a Huntsman's Rifle. I don't know if any of you have had that. Uh, yeah, I have like a Hunter. A, yeah, like a hunting... Uh, is it called a hunting rifle or uh, a hunting... It is a rifle. What's... what's um? I can't think. It's just a hunting rifle, I think, anyway. But it's got... I put a bayonet on the front of it with, with my combat knife. And I found that was a really, really good combination because it's got a little bit longer range than the, uh, the double-barrel shotgun. Uh, it's not as powerful because it's got a little bit further range. But when they do get too close to you, you press the right back button and bang, you stab them with the thingy. Mm. So you've got the best of both worlds. I don't, have any of you used anything like that or not? Or have yeah, you little... it looks like the Mosin, doesn't it? So yeah, it does, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, and I found them pretty, pretty good. But I've got a scope on it. I use that as my um, sniper, like my secondary, um, secondary weapon Yeah. after the double barrel shotgun. Yeah, that's pretty much what I started off like. But, yeah, have any of you two got um, a melee weapon then you used, or you just used it the, the bayonet? Uh, I don't, I haven't got a melee weapon. Not at all? No. They are, do you know what, like, a lot of games you play, you'd be like, oh, I don't need one of them, They're not, I've just got guns and that. But I found, and like Hans was saying before, if you get, like, a sword or a machete or a, uh, or a combat knife, you'd be surprised how much ammo you save. And you'll also be surprised when you do the VAT system with one of them, you always take them down. Like you cut their you cut their arms and legs off and you cut their head off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, Jance, what about you? Have you got any, you got any melee weapons or not? No. Yeah, I normally would have something um when ammo's short because it's a good backup. So if you can carry a sword or something like that, when your weapons run out, you've still got something rather than you just like punching them with like knuckle dusters or something. But as it is, it's like at the moment for me, like I, I'm not short of ammo at all. And it seems like I'm finding quite a lot of ammo. Wherever I go, I'm picking up ammo. Yeah, see, I'm picking up ammo, but it's not the ammo I want. I'm picking up 10, 10 millimeter like rounds. I've got hundreds mm. of them, but the, the 10 millimeter gun is crap. And I did come across a legendary weapon version of it. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's called something like the boss or something. I can't remember what it's called. And... 
it was still only 20 damage, but just a lot faster. And I thought, you know, why do I want to pick up this gun when, yeah, it's going to it's gonna rapidly get rid of my bullets and I'm going to have to use a lot more of them to be able to do the same damage. So I just thought it's pointless. So I didn't even go with it. You know? I just thought, why? Why have a really fast gun that's meant to be really good, but I'm going to run out of bullets in no time? So I just didn't bother in the end. I got rid of it. I sold it off. Which is well, why I stick to the shotgun, because yeah. you just you don't use as much ammo. <laughs> yeah. But it's but, like um, a, like the MIDI gun. Like when you think how many bullets that shoots like every time you press the button. But when someone's like coming at you and you start shooting at a person, they might be hiding behind a car and you use half your bullets trying to kill one person. Yeah. So do you find do you find that's really, really gets your wick up when you're uh, shooting at something and you keep missing it and you're like, I've only got 10 bullets left and you're watching <laughs> them go down and you're like, oh, I've had enough of this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> really wants to be up, man. I'm like, and then I go to a vendor and they've got like 10 of the bullets and I'm like, I want, I want them bullets. You know? But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what legendary weapons have you come across, anyone? I haven't got any yet. I no? think I'm still too early in the game to like find anything like that. Well, no, because they are random. They're totally random. They drop off all sorts of random. But you get ra you get random legendary ones like with the weapons, and you get random. Uh, yeah, I think ones the, the one armor. I got from uh, the Brotherhood of Steel is legendary uh, weapon. Yeah, the righteous that's... something something. Yeah, I changed the name of that gun. Yeah, I don't do that. No, I don't do that, change, no, I don't do that stuff. You don't change. No, them? I didn't know it, and even now that I know it, I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, but um, moving on. Yeah, I was going to say as well. What what sort of armor are you lot going with? Because I've got to say, me, I, I'm a pretty basic gamer, yeah? I, I like to, to get into detail, but I don't like to go into too much detail. And I found, and I've got to be honest, with the armor and with the clothes, you know, like when you come out of the vault, you've got your vault suit on. A lot of people yeah. stayed in that for a long time who I've spoke to. But me, I found like an, uh, an Outland, Outlander's Wandering outfit, yeah. which was pretty Same good. Same here. And yeah, then I, I found... Then I found a spike suit, which was like, it looks a bit like power armor, but it's not power armor. It's got big, it's all metal and it's got big chunks of, like, you know, like when they build buildings and they put the they pour concrete and they put in metal. Yeah, the rebarb, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's got all that sticking all out. Yeah, of it. that's what I've got. <laughs> and I've pretty much stuck with, if I find a better for all in one outfit, I will upgrade it. But I haven't really bothered because I noticed if I put one of like the left arm with, with leather on it or something or, or one of them bits, it would take all my clothes off. So yeah. I sort of thought, do you know what? I don't want to have a left arm, a right arm, a left leg, a right leg, a chest piece because it just seemed too difficult. So I just went, oh, sod all that. I'm just going to stay with my outfit. And the outfit looks good as well. Have you lot done your individual pieces of your armor and upgraded them? Because you can upgrade them in bits or have you just stuck with an outfit? Uh, I just take whatever I get. Yeah, yeah but, but what I'm saying oh. is you've got two options. You've got a full outfit, which looks like a full outfit. So say you've got like the vault suit, you know, you'll have a full vault suit, it'll tell you how much damage it can take, it can tell you what it's resistant to, tells you how oh, much Oh yeah, that way, no, I, mean, I know what you mean, no, I have a combination of the two, I'm using the, the Wasteland Wanderer suit, and I have some, some armor on top of that one. But you can't though, can you? When you, when you put a uh, armor I'm not sure it, you can it, with the Wasteland one, but you can with some other. There are some that you can yeah. put the uh, separate oh, armor on top, yeah, yeah I've got a, like a camo, um, I forgot what mine like is called, but you can put your armor above it. Yeah, I got it from the Brotherhood. I've got like a camo one that I can put the armor on top of it. Oh, wow. So I didn't realize that. So 
because I was a bit like, oh, I found a new outfit. I put the new outfit on. I thought, oh, that looks cool. It's got good stats and that. And then, oh, I found the legendary arm piece, like, that gives you so much damage, like, resistant or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and I put it on. It takes all my clothes off. So I was like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered with all that. I'll just keep my clothes on and get through the game like that, you know? Nah, some you can put the armor on top of. Right, and that's what I was saying. What do you lot do? Because I tend to just stick to a full outfit because I think they look better as well. Yeah, but even though it looks good, like you still got to use it for what it's designed for and it's armor, so it's meant to protect you. So I always go for individual pieces because as I'm going around, I'll kill someone, I'll take whatever they've got and I'll compare what they've got to what I'm wearing. And yeah. Like, if you've got your vault suit on, that's obviously, like, your underclothes, and then you're putting armor over the top. Does that but work? If, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, but, obviously, if you find an actual armor suit, then you've got to pick, like, is what you're wearing at the moment better or worse than this whole suit? Yeah, and, if and that's the whole what I'm suit, not bothered with. Yeah, but if the whole, it's, not, it's not that big a deal, because as you're going around, you're killing people, you, you're looting them anyway. So as you pick something up, you just put it on if it's better than what you've already got. Only takes a couple of seconds. Yeah, but that's just the thing. I, I really, honestly, I found it as, oh, I really can't be bothered to put my, all my arms on, my legs, and then put, put like my chest piece on, work out all the stats, and then see if it's better than my whole outfit to start with. I was just like, just use the whole outfit and just leave it at that. Yeah, but you could do it that way. Like, It's like... Um, if you wanted to, you could just go down the route of like you get a whole suit and you just leave that on until you find another whole suit that's better than what you've already got and just upgrade then. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Well, because that side of it doesn't. I do like finding upgrades. Don't get me wrong. I do like upgrading my armor and all that. But it goes so deep. You've got like your bottom layer, then you've got all these different pieces for arms and legs and that, and then you've got like upgrading all these pieces for your arms and legs and that as well. Hmm. You know, and I just thought. It probably will look better when there's probably some crazy armor you can get that looks really good once you put it all together, like getting the whole... I think you get, like, bonuses as well, don't you, if you get the whole set? So if yeah. you get, like, Raider armor and you get the whole set of all the pieces, I think it gives you an extra bonus because you found the whole set of armor. And that's another thing I want you to try and hope that's in the game. I hope that when you, you can get, like, a mannequin or something, so all the different clothes you can find... You could put on them, so in your house you can have like a whole floor of just all the You want outfits. way too much. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that hard. Because they've got mannequins in the, in the game that have clothes on that you can take clothes off of. You, you want it to be like Terraria, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that little factor of because there's so many clothes in the outfit in, in, the, in the game that it's like it would be so good to have a room in the house just got loads of mannequins in it. It's like, oh, that's my, uh, my power armor for there. That's my uh, army outfit. That's my nurse's outfit. I think that's pretty cool. You just want a trophy room, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I like to have all that stuff, you know? <laughs> uh, and just, and like my, my, my magazine stand with all my magazines in it, you know? Just, I just like to gather all the bits you can and then, and then have it in like one big room where you can see all the stuff I've gathered. I think that's pretty cool. But, but I suppose uh, that's kind of like personal preference, though, isn't it? Some yeah. people are just worried about Playing what the they've game. got. Yeah, what they've got on them at the time. So if if I pick up a helmet and it's better than the helmet I've already got, I'll chuck the old one away, put the new one on. Yeah. But at first, I started saving everything. I was like, I'm walking around. My dog's got every outfit from everywhere on. 
And I was like, there really are a lot of outfits in this game. I thought there'd only be mm. like 20 or something, but there's loads and loads and loads. And that's without the ones which are all in bits and you have to put together yourself, you know? Yeah. And uh, in the end, I was like, oh, sod this, I'm just going to drop it all. Because I just thought, oh, it's everywhere. There's just so much, you know? But yeah, you, you can pick up like sequin dresses and things like that as well, yeah. which have I've like not... zero like defense, but obviously it's just clothing and you can... Looks funny, yeah. Yeah. But I've not seen that yet. So what's what's... So let's say, what is the most random stuff you've come across? My one for me is the tuxedo. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like the guys wearing like the, the proper shoes and that with the black and white bits on yeah. and, that and and all that. But yeah, but obviously the old uh, sequin dress is a pretty funny one. You know, yeah. with like a helmet on and that. <laughs> well, one thing that's quite funny, but I think it's... Uh it's not very rare, is a, a postman's hat. Can you get the whole outfit, though? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just things like that. Obviously, it's just really random. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes I find, I see something like that, and I think, you know, that's so random, I want to get it and wear it just because it's so random. Yeah. I don't care if it's got any stats or if it's very good or not. It yeah. just looks well good when you're shooting someone. And you've I got also like my on. patrolman's shade. Yeah, there's there's cool loads of different shades in the game. Yeah, I've got I've got glasses, but they're like spectacle glasses. Yeah, geeky ones. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, found a wooden but... machine gun. It doesn't <laughs> shoot any bullets. It's just like a like a prop. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> a found, I found one of them in a video. I'd done a little, a little side mission, and it was about um, film props. It's probably the same one as you. And when I saw the gun, I walked around the back of like this film prop thing, like it's a film set. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and I walked around the back of it, and it wasn't my one wasn't wooden though. It was chrome. It was what? Chrome. No, I had a wooden one. It was just made of wood. <laughs> Did it look like wood? No, it, look, it looked real, but it was made of wood, and it, it said it's just a prop. It doesn't shoot any yeah, bullets. Yeah, mine was a prop, but my one looked all shiny, like like proper shiny. No, this was sort of just sort of black, painted black. Oh right, mine mine was sort of. I'd have to have another look and see if I've still got it in my inventory because I thought I thought hold on because sometimes if you do a side mission and it's not the right time, you can pick up items. And I've had this in Fallout 3. You pick up an item and you think, oh, that's pretty cool. You take it with you. And you carry on going through the game. And then later on in the game, it will take you to that area. And you'll be like, oh. And it will be like, yeah, get the prop. And you're like, oh, the prop's not there anymore. I took it somewhere. Like, Yeah, that's kind of why I don't want to sort of stray yeah. from the story too much. I, I don't want to hours ago, get the game out of sync. And I nearly broke my Fallout, 4 game, uh, Fallout 3 game like that because I lost something in the game, which was a vital item. And obviously you can't sell it. But I put it down somewhere, or I'd done something to it, and I couldn't find my way back. And it took me yeah, ages, I remember ages, to find it. You but know? then that, that's just another element of the realism of a game, that, yeah. that that item isn't put there when you get to that part of the story. It's there from, like, day one. So yeah. you could go straight there, pick it up, and have it for, like, when you need it later on. But obviously you don't know you need it until the mission, but... Yeah, that's why like pretty much everything you pick up in the game could be important or might just be random. Yeah, it's like a little kid with candy. You can see it there and you think, do I take it or not? Yeah. I take it is something that's wrong. Well, I guess we can all agree we like the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, the game is really, really good. Um, right, let's move on. We've already spoke about the companions and that. Like, I didn't realise about, about the companions, how... Uh, how to get them to follow you. So I'm going to look into that next. What's, what's next in the game for you guys? Whereabouts are you and what, what are you going to be looking to do next? Main story. 
you're going to go on the main story and just try try and complete the game, or yeah, I'm going to complete it because today I bought Assassin's Creed, a new one, and I want to start that one soon. Really? Yeah. So you're going to rush your way through it. I'm going to rush my way through the main story now and see what? where I end up. What about you guys? How are you going to uh, get? Well, on this with it? this is my main game at the moment, so yeah. this is all I'm playing. So I'll I'll probably take my time with it. I'll... Yeah. Well. I was going to say to you, we've got a couple of games that we're going to be playing through the podcast, which we're going to do reviews on for the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, pretty much we're going to be able to continue playing this like in the background and then just having a, a couple of goes on these other games and that. So yeah, it'd be pretty good. You can just carry on as normal and really, really spend the time. I'd like to uh, have another chat about it once we finished it and see what we all thought of the endings and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah do a follow up on it and see what we yeah. all thought once we finished it. It will be a few weeks away because <laughs> it, it's it's so big the and big I, I don't want to rush it. I want to make sure I find my way through it good, if you know what I mean. Mm. But yeah, that's, is that anything else you want to talk about? Like, is that pretty much brought us start? We've been talking for a pretty long time already. Yeah. Um, no, I, I honestly think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show. We talked about everything pretty yeah. much. But um, yeah, that's right. So that was Fallout 4, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed all the different bits and pieces we talked about. If there's anything you want to uh, let us know, just get in, get, get in touch with us at uh, extremepcuk at gmail.com. Let us know. But, um, right, let's move on. Right, the next thing that you've all been waiting for is the giveaway, isn't it? That's the main thing you're all here yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, what I've done is we had... We didn't have a lot of people enter the competition, which is quite funny because... I had a, a lot, and I mean a lot of people coming into my stream asking me about the competition. How do I get involved? What do I have to do? And, you know, as normal, I'm just like, yeah, download a podcast. Go to this link. Download it. Send me what name of the game is, what we played. And uh, out of all that, the many people that done it, we only got 10 people that actually put the game in and actually sent me the actual real answer and actually entered. So you've got whoever's put in for it, you've got a good chance because you're going to be 1 in 10. So... Uh, good luck to you all what i've done is normally we do a random thing but what i'm going to do now is i've actually got a random generated disc ready to spin so uh as we all know the answer was mario did you all know that you must have all known that yeah of course. we made yeah. it easy because we wanted loads of people to to like get involved and have a good chance of getting this game you know but yeah getting back to it we've got a uh a randomly generated spin the wheel I've put everybody's names into it. It's all up and running. It's ready to go. It's all You've all got even amount of space. So when it spins, it is 100% random. There, There's no way about it. Whoever gets it, it's yours. So right, boys, you're ready. The wheel of yeah, Fallout. Do it. Let's go. <laughs> I've got a big Fallout 4 giveaway above the wheel. So uh, <laughs> right, I'm going to click this button and we'll see. It will start spinning and I'm just going to let you know the answer straight away. So here we go. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> and the winner is... Zenitra. So Zenitra, good luck. Congratulations. Yeah, well Congratulations. done. Congratulations. You've got it. And if you're not on the stream live, don't worry. I'll uh, be getting in touch with you on the Saturday because it comes out Saturday morning, the podcast. Um, so I'll give you some time to listen to the podcast just to make it a bit more exciting. And uh, yeah, if you listen to it here, just send me an email and uh, I'll get in touch with you and send you your game code for Steam. Thank you very much for playing. And everybody else, I'd like to say thank you for getting involved. But better not let. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <Better like next time>. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long i'm getting all confused now <laughs> but um yeah that was a really good giveaway when we do other specials and stuff we'll be doing more giveaways than that like that on the big games when they come out because um it's been quite fun really isn't it for us guys 
Yeah, yeah well, definitely, yeah. Yeah, no, it's been quite fun, especially uh, seeing the ratings that go up just because we've got Fallout 4 on there. It's pretty fun on its own. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right, let's move on with the community and extras. I'd like to say next week's competition, we will be going back to just some normal basic games. There's, o- there's only going to be three games we're giving away this week, and it's going to be Abyss Odyssey, because these are basically games we've got spare at the moment. So it'll be Abyss Odyssey, Euro Truck Simulator 2, and Contagion. Now, we know that a lot of people like Contagion, so... And a lot of people like Euro Truck Simulator too. So, yeah, get involved. All you've got to do is listen to the clip that I'm going to put up in the minute. Send me an email with the answer and your Steam like name. So, that's it pretty much. Send your uh, answers to ExtremePCUK at gmail.com. Right, here's the clip. Right, that was our um, little song. If you know what it is, remember to send your, your answers into extremepcuk at gmail.com. Send your Steam name, obviously what the name of the tune is, what game it's from, and next week we'll give out the answers. And that's that, really. Right, moving on. I would like to say, you, you, you heard the tune at the beginning of the podcast, which is all thanks to Jansen as well. Um, we're going to be giving this away. As, as it's a Fallout special, we're going to give this whole tune away. It's a whole song. I think it lasts nearly three minutes, doesn't it, Jance? Yeah, he's put a lot of effort into it, and if you like Fallout 4 and you like a bit of drum and bass, then you are blatantly going to like this tune, and it's pretty good. I've been listening to it in my stereo; it's that good. You really need to get it on the stereo to hear the bass line that you've put in it. Uh, like obviously, Jance, when you've made it, you've you've put it on your big massive speakers in your studio, haven't you? Yeah. So it sounded pretty crisp. Yeah, that's a free giveaway. So all you've got to do is send me an email to extremepcuk at gmail.com, as all the other emails, and yeah, we'll pretty much send you a, a reply straight away with that free tune so you can put it into your tracks and that and uh that's just another little freebie we're doing thanks to jansen so cheers for that mate no problem yeah, awesome and uh yeah i'd like to say thank you to you guys as well because as as you lot know we actually all chipped in to get this giveaway for fallout 4 you know we all we actually paid our own money for that because we wanted to give something back you know and yeah so we chipped in thanks to you lot for that and moving on i'd like to say uh that we have no servers running at the moment i don't know why no one likes rust just me None of you lot really got into Rust, did you? Uh, Survival really. game number 570,000. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking when you lot said you were playing Rust. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, with Rust, I, I quite liked it, but no one really got into it. So that server's gone. So I've got to say, at the moment, we have an empty server. There's nothing on there. Um, I could put another Terraria server up, but we will have to start from fresh. I could put another ARP server up. But, oh, hold on a minute. I just thought of something, and I totally forgot to mention it. Empyrean server is out. Yeah, because that's what I was just about to say. Like, speechless. What's, what's, what's the news on that? <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, that, that um, Empyrean server is out now, but it's got a lot of bugs and that on it. And uh, so the, I, I don't know whether to, to do it right now and have the whole community on there and, or give it a couple of weeks. I think the best thing to do, really, is to... Get the next couple of games out of the way. Get the next week out of the way. And then we'll set that server up. You know, I'll work on the server, get it up and all straight. And then we'll announce it in a couple of weeks. Is that all good for you? Sure. Yep. Right, that's what we'll do then. But if anybody in the community has got a server they'd like to be up and running, you know, even if it's just time being until then, let us know. Send your, your emails in and I'll try to do my best to get a server running for you. If they're small servers, I can have a few of them running so we can get a few games up for you guys in the community. But yeah, right, moving on. 
questions. Um, we didn't get sent in no questions, but we did get a question in the chat today, which I'm going to go back to. So you'll see it moving up and down the screen on the live stream. But um, right, we got a question of community. Right, you lot got your thinking heads on, yeah? <coughs> yeah. Are you ready for this? <laughs> so listen tight, because it's going to confuse you all. Right, you ready? And this is from COTD Broski in the chat. Now he says, all right, here's a fallout one. I have never advocated war except for means of peace. So seek peace, but prepare for war. Because war, war never changes. War is like winter and winter is coming. This is a quote from, I can't read that, Ulysses S. Ulysses S. Grand. Yep, used by the, in the Fallout game, basically, the motto. What does this quote mean in regards to nuclear war? Come on. Because war is always the same and innocent people die, that's it. Well, Matt come up with a good answer and he said, which he's already answered, they say nuclear war is long like winter, nothing alive, vegetation or water. And that's what he's getting at, I suppose. Any answers from you lot? It's too deep for this time of night. <laughs> <laughs> Late night works hard. I was going to say, like, uh, we're meant to be talking about games, not philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, that was a good answer from Glenn. I agree with him. <laughs> but yeah. All right, moving good on. Question. Good question. You gave us a curveball. Caught us off guard. <laughs> but yeah, right, moving on. Uh, first off, iTunes reviews. We've got one review this week. Um, if anybody has sent a review and it doesn't come up this week, don't worry, it'll be here by the end of the month. And uh, this review is five stars and it's from Drink Up Two. And he says, these guys really talk in depth about games they have played and want to create a good community. Good discussions about PT, PT, PC related matters. Keep it up. And it says, recently Nick has increased the number of contributors who offer different perspectives. So I'm assuming that's you lot on the games they review. I also sent Nick a question about my system and he replied several times and offered his advice. Great bloke. That's a wicked review. It says I'm a great bloke. He's obviously never met you then. Oh, it's just about to say that. His EP is growing every week. He's just because you lot are jealous. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that review. Um, like I always say, the reviews are really, we appreciate it for them because uh, they get us up the ratings in iTunes and get us a lot more into it really gives us more to give back to the community so i say this every week but it's true and that's why i always say it but yeah thank you for that it's much appreciated um right what else have we got to talk about people is that the end i think we're done yeah, yeah i think that's it all trying to get to bed for work in the morning aren't you? <laughs> yes <laughs> you're looking at your clock like that jansen's missus going get out of there <laughs> walking dead song <laughs> uh, that's monday oh that's monday but yeah Glenn lives that's... <laughs> I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast. At the end of the podcast, we'll have the outro tune, which will be the same tune as Jansen's done. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. I hope we, we gave you a good podcast about Fallout 4. We'll have a few follow-ups, but um, pretty much that was the bulk of it. Thank you. Thank you, Jansen, for your music. Thank you, everybody, for being on. And thank you for you all listening. Cheers, guys. See, See you later, everyone. See you next Cheers. week. See you all later. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire And that one is you, no other can do